You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Today podcast, the show about the news, history, and attractions of the Disneyland Resort. to the Leaving Today podcast, episode number 137. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, this evening, this afternoon, wherever you are. Hopefully, you know you're doing well. Uh, my name is Mark, one of the co-hosts here. S- sitting to the right of me is the Trail Master Puppets, Puppets himself, Udi. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, if, whether this is your first time or you are a, a repeat offender. Uh, we know. Uh, well, we're first off, we're thankful. Uh, thankful. Mm-hmm. And if you're new, we find you will find the water to be warm. If you are a uh, family member, hey, welcome home. Hey, tonight's show is brought to you by you guys, the Patreon listeners. If you'd like to get involved in that, please go to leaveintodaypodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Click on the Patreon logo. We make a super easy one dollar, three dollars, and five dollars. It could be a one-time charge or a recurring payment. Anything helps us along the way. Also, if you want to be the cool kid in school or in your office or uh, at, the, at the mall, you want some huh. LTP swag, you can find that t- there, too, at leaventodaypodcast.com. Uh, click on the shirts. And also, uh, Instagram, it's a good way to find us. We have a link tree on there with all the details on that. Uh, tonight, we will be covering the news because some news items dropped. We've got to get into that. Um, and then we will probably shift a little gears a little bit later tonight. Into something different, mm-hmm. uh, but tonight's opening question. Tonight we had a little, bit, a little bit of a pre-show live chat with you know some really cool people, and they submitted some questions. So the first question came from the Popcorn Yeti. Yep. Um, his question was, "Funny Nemo subs, uh, refurb or sync those? <laughs> sync those subs? <laughs> yeah." Um, and we do appreciate the question. Um, so that's that's uh, we actually got two questions. We're going to answer them. That this one first. Who do you want to go? Yeah, I mean there are uh, definite arguments uh, clearly for both. Um, yeah, you have on one end the history of the submarines. Mm-hmm. Um, for everybody who knows, uh, there is a rich history, and they're pretty historic um, uh, in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So. Um, for that alone, you kind of have to go like, hey, we got to keep them mm-hmm. um, or refurb them. 
Uh, the other flip will be like, um, I know a lot of you guys have never met Mark. Um, <laughs> and if you've ever tried to see Mark get into one, it's kind of funny. Yes. Um, he does not fit. No. Yeah. He, he's not a small man. Mm. And he's in tall in stature. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so there, so there's that. You're like, ah, yeah, I need to completely, you know, redesign him and redo him. Um, I am of the mind, though, of we refurb them. We keep them. Um, in this day and age, everybody, well, a lot of people, every, every, everybody is kind of an overstatement, but there are a lot of people who are, for whatever reason, want, we got to change, we got to do this, we got to do that, we got to... Want, want to change. Yeah, or, 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 or the, my favorite one, like, well, you know, Walt said that the park will never be done. That's... Okay, we, we, we've all been down that road, and we, we, can, we can all pick on quotes um, from Walt to, to defend either position. That's true. So, so I'm going to speak to mine. Uh, too many people, um, w- again, with, with them wanting to change things, I, I feel uh, a lot of people, when they say change, they also mean erase. Um, and by mean erase, they mean erase where we came from the past. And mm-hmm. I have never, ever, 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 ever been okay with that. Um, uh, you know, it may be an over, some people may think it's an over statement, but no, we, we cannot forget our past. So, um, uh, refurb them, uh, keep the history, um, keep, we, we gotta know where we came from. Yes. So we know where we're going. Yes. Um, and so for everybody, change isn't bad. No. But full erasure is always bad. We gotta remember the good, the bad, and the ugly. And, uh. What, what is the th- term, um, uh. Change is inevitable. Growth is optional. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, refurb, refurb those bad boys. Uh, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna echo Udi's say, um, statements on that um, for a couple of other reasons. Uh, just my own my personal opinion is that um, you know, as a kid, you know, you're eight year old, nine year old, ten year old kid, boy or girl doesn't matter. You, how cool is it to ride a submarine, mm-hmm. dude? Yeah. Uh, so. You get that experience, for one thing, and you're never going to be able to do that anytime in the yeah. near future after that because not too many people have these things. I think only Tokyo Sea has a fleet of submarines left. Um, but you've got that. Then you've got the kinetic energy that that, are, that the lagoon has with the Matterhorn in the background and the, mm-hmm. and the monorail like whirling by and Autopia behind it. That being said, um, I think that while Finding Nemo is a really good IP and it really lends itself clearly to underwater antics, um, mm-hmm. I would like to see a, a change back to the, maybe something, the original theme, the submarine voyage through liquid space where you get to go on a, another adventure where there is peril, like the old, like the old yeah, days. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, maybe a new IP needs to come out of this. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just think maybe Finding Nemo's... I don't know if, if it's not popular anymore, the, I, the IP. I don't know. Um, I, it, well, to go there real quick, we're kind of in this weird place of uh, not getting new IP. So, <laughs> Yeah. They're doing a lot of rehab and refab and re rehash. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think an all-new IP would do that, but it'd have to be something kind of like 10,000 Leagues or... Or what, as one of our listeners said, Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, another good... I mean, an old, old IP. Been around for quite a while. 
Uh, a good one. I do enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe a new one would be better. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or something we've never even seen before. Yeah. Um, you know, I always had the idea of um, going back now. I'm thinking about this. When Star Wars, I'm quoting, when Star Wars land was going to come to Disney. Mm-hmm. Remember, we had no idea what it was yeah. or what where it was going to be. We had our speculations. Mm-hmm. I'd always thought that the submarine voyage would have been cool if it had like something to do with that Naboo, the underwater thing, you know, with the, yeah. was it Boss Nass and yep. those guys? And cause that to me was such a really cool, Gooberfish. A, a, a little segment that mm-hmm. you never saw that in Star Wars. No. Like, what is this underwater world? Um, yeah, never mind. I was going to go to Mon Calamar, but Hey, we don't need to go there. Oh yeah. I don't need to go there. Anyways. Um, Anyways, so here we are. The answer to the question is, yeah, we both want to refurb into something else. Yep. We both agree of its importance of the park and mm-hmm. the historical importance of the submarine voyage. Yep, for sure. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it. All right. The other, we had another question was, um, what attraction would that's in Disneyland now would you like to be see made into a movie? Um, <laughs> and uh, we did have some time to think about it, and we had some good answers. I had mine right away. I have mine right away. Those pop in, and maybe it's because I've thought of it before, probably. Uh, but I've got mine right away. Go for it. Yeah, mine was Matterhorn. Mm-hmm. Um, my first one was Matterhorn. Um, and then I, what you didn't hear because we were talking about it is, I'm like, well, what would that even be about? And then Udi said, well, it could be about, you know, two or some sort of an encounter with the Yeti, mm-hmm. like hikers or something going... Well, here, here's my, here's my, uh, my pitch. I'll give you my movie pitch. And yes, I, you're out, you're, okay. Go ahead. Imagine a young um, anthropologist mm-hmm. looking for a lost city, or even more so, the missing link. Yeah. And oh. then they go off into find looking for the legendary Yeti, the Yeti, or yeah. the missing link, and that's the adventure that then ensues. They find him. Track them down, not like a like when Harry Harry Harry, Harry and the Hendersons, uh, that. Not, not not to that level, like like legit kind of scary. Yeah, um, well, because you don't ever want to make friends. It's never going to be a thing of like I don't ever want like the Yeti yeah. to be like we're pals now. Mm-hmm. It would ha- have to be like the antagonist and protagonist mm-hmm. kind of uh, dynamic there. Sure. So yeah. Sure. Yeah. And it could tie into Expedition Everest in Walt Disney. I mean, sorry, Mental, uh, Animal Kingdom. Yep. There are it, many things. They have, mm-hmm. a, they have a Yeti there that uh, wreaks havoc. Uh, so that would be something I'd be interested in seeing. Yep. And then I had another idea, but let's, let's go with Udi's. Uh, what, the Big Thunder? Yes. Uh, yeah. So Big Thunder, I'll give you my, my pitch for that one. Too. Marcus also said that. Mm-hmm. I was just going to give credit to Marcus. Yeah. Um, Big Thunder. Searching for hidden gold mine. Mm-hmm. In Young, Rainbow Ridge. Yeah, in Rainbow Ridge. Mm-hmm. Looking at the history of Rainbow Ridge, somebody goes like, hey, kind of like a Goonies. Goonies being one of my closet favorite movies of all time. Loved uh, it. Loved it when I saw it in the theater. Oh, yeah. I saw it in the theater a, that's a little over a year ago. No, coming up on you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. No, a little bit less than a year well, ago. I saw it when it came out. Oh, wow. That's no, a, I saw I it am. again yeah. last October. Um, but... Um, that would be great. A uh, young group of kids or whatever, or not even a young group of kids. It could be a young adventurer um, looking into the history of Ruby Ridge falling into... Not Ruby Ridge. That's a different... Oh, uh, uh, sorry, not Ruby Ridge. <laughs> that's different. Rainbow that. Ridge. <laughs> Ruby Ridge something else. Yeah, that Ruby Ridge is bad. Um, <laughs> man, it's funny that my mind went there. Uh-huh. We're not going to go there anymore. Um, but Rainbow Ridge. Um, because here is the one comparison I'm going to make. 
Um, the last real successful movie franchise mm-hmm. was Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Uh, um, ba- ba- based on Disney. Based on attraction. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, we have Jungle Cruise now. Yeah. And I'm going to go out on way out on the limb over here and say it's going to be, uh, we're going to get like three to five of those bad boys, you, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. It was good. Right? Uh, yeah, it was enjoyable. T- I mean, you have to, and we can talk about that just real quick. You have to clearly suspend your disbelief on that. Oh, Udi's like, well, yeah, uh, but I mean, yeah, but it was, but was it fun? Oh yeah. I had yeah. a good old time. I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. Okay. Let me ask you a question okay. that you used to do on bad or bad. Okay. Would you buy it on DVD? Yep. Okay. Already plan on it. I've already seen it twice. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we'll throw um, back to the better bad right there. You there. go. Oh, the, hey, that may we may be making come. No, stop it. Oh don't, yeah. Don't tease oh yeah. People. No, I will be. Um, anyway, um, so but the the idea be to, behind Pirates of the Caribbean and Jungle Cruise, which are both like I said, both ex- excellent. Um, uh, the MacGuffin. Search for the MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you do that again? Sure. It is a known trope. But it works. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's a good time. You get wrapped up in the, oh, man, can they find it? And the mystery and, like, I mean. Uh, Every national treasure is like that, right? Yeah, and then there's another one. If, if there's an IP that needs to be found in the park, would be would be that, would be national treasure. I'd love those, both of those. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, I, I think um, both of those would be good, and they mm-hmm. could both run off of that. I mean, you make both of them for the love of Pedro. And, and, and um and make it that. Make it a MacGuffin hunt. And I, I, I'm, sign me up, man. I'm there. Wait a minute. You, you, you said um, Big Thunder and what? Is and Matterhorn. A Matterhorn. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. All, all down for that one. Cool. The other thing we talked about on the live thing was doing um, a movie about Disneyland as it's, I mean, as an IP. But maybe just mm-hmm. like, you know, it could be Tom Hanks again as Walt Disney mm-hmm. and the struggles and the and the designs and uh, and how it all went you know, how it all went down. And to me, mm-hmm. I'd find that to be very fascinating. Well, I, I've uh, been thinking it for a while. We need a good biopic of Walt. Yes. Yeah. Not not like um, Saving Mr. Banks or whatever, you know. I, I like that. I, I enjoyed that film. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but it's a very pinpoint part about a movie. I want to know, like, Walt growing mm-hmm. up. And for all of those who have not been to the Walt Disney Family oh, Museum, yeah. for the love of everything that is Walt, go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even know if it's open now. I it is, yeah. It really? Is. Do I got to show, show proof of the door? I don't know. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, but yeah, I, I think that would be cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So those are the two opening questions for tonight. Uh, tonight's episode. Um, just to give you a little bit of um, reference, here we are in the summer of 2021. Uh, Magic Keys will be unlocked this Wednesday. Uh, tonight's a Monday night here. Mm-hmm. In Northern California, very smoky Northern California, mm. and so with so with the Magic Keys, there's going to be probably a little more influx of people coming to the parks, but that's okay. I think they'll manage it wisely. Uh, but things are things are uh, returning to normal there. We still have no monorails going yet. Um, we still have a couple other things. The trams are not going from the parking structures to downtown Disney yet. Um, don't ask me what's going on with that. I don't know. Um, I know why, but I won't get into it. Okay, but more food options are coming online. Um, mm-hmm. we, we are a couple weeks away from Oogie Boogie Bash starting. Um, I heard that Christmas ticketed events have been announced for Walt Disney World, so that might mean something one or two nights are coming out here. I don't know what those are going to be 
uh, valued at. Um, we'll see how that all shapes down. Um, because if I end up getting a magic key, um, the one I'm going to get, every date in December is gone. It is blacked out. <laughs> so that's fine. I typically don't go to the parks in December. Mm. But if a Christmas party thing came out, Okay, so interesting. We're going to start off tonight's news with uh, randomizer. Uh, dude, we, dude, how have you not gotten random my randomizer like music? Mm-hmm. I'll work on that. Okay, okay. I so know you, I know you got a world of time. I do. Um, so for those you've been listening for the last month and a half, two months, maybe three months, the sense the randomizer has shown up. We never know when it's going to show up in the show. I mean, it could be in the middle of the interview. It could be at the very beginning. It could be in the news. The randomizer does what it does. It just says... The randomizer randomly appears. It does. So tonight's tonight's first three, and this is tough. This is really, really tough. Um, so what? for those of you who don't know what the randomizer is, thank you for asking, uh, we have a compiled list of every attraction in both parks on one giant list, and I randomize it, the top three become we get to keep one we get to remove one and we get to refurbish one um and then we have to provide details um about the refurbishment and no right or wrong answers but it's a really good conversation to hear where we're thinking okay i'm not cheating or anything like that <laughs> the first three are space mountain casey jr's circus train and snow white's enchanted wish I know, Udi. I got We asked the tough questions on the LTP. We are at Walt Disney Imagineering, and they go, Udi, you have to replace one of these, you have to remove one, and you have to keep one. Well, I know what you're going to say. First thing Snow White is what? Redone already. I, I know. Redone. I, is that your answer? Are yeah. you. Well, okay, 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 hold on. So that I'm, means you've got to. No, keep... no, wait. I'm going to. Hold on. I'm going to back it up. You back it up. Back, 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 back it up. Snow White. You will, with the new, because yeah, it's Enchanted whatever, right? The Enchanted Wish. Yep. If you haven't been on it, mm-hmm. it's really good. Okay. It's really good. Like, I, I've i talked about it already on the show. I'm not going to go into it, but it's really good. Um, keep it. Okay. Oh, no, we got to get rid of that. Uh, no, never mind. Mm-hmm. Because you got two two heavyweights there, <laughs> yeah, I'm just letting you know, it's not easy. Do you want me to do a, a, another no, one? No, okay, okay. no, no, no. We freaking gonna go with this because we're not pansies. No. <laughs> Casey, sorry, buddy. Oh, okay. Sorry. A little moment of silence. Yeah. Okay. And then space, right? Yeah. I think we brought up space before. Yeah. And I'm gonna go back to space. For the time that that attraction came online, it hasn't been changed. I mean, the heart of it. You'll have the retheming and the temporary, the you know yeah. hyperspace mountain and all that. The overlays. The overlays. Mm-hmm. But the core mm-hmm. has never changed. Mm. It is an incredibly simplistic <laughs> roller coaster. Yes, it is. But, oh my God, is it amazing? Mm-hmm. 
The only thing that I think they could do is make it go longer. Mm. And maybe go out of the building. <sighs> like your full launch and the then original drop, designs and had then, it going outside. Yeah, and then yeah. drop back in. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be great. Yeah. Only problem with that would be day, night, whatever. But mm-hmm. even then, I think that would be the only thing. So what I would do would extend it. You start off with a real launch, like you go launching and try to go as vertical as you can. <laughs> yeah. Because we get we get our launch, but it, you know, it, again, it being the 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 time that it was uh, designed and built, very classic now mm-hmm. uh, for uh, an average roller coaster. Um, you know, again, what sets it apart is the the ambiance, the theme, the feeling you get from beginning to end, as far as like your end of the port and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the music playing. The whole yes. Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that would be amazing. Like imagine coming out, you have your normal right hand turn, you go up into that docking ramp, you know, as you start going to blast oh, off. Yep. But then there you go and then go up, but go infinitely more vertical mm. and then have that feeling like a launch. So a vertical launch would be, oh, if they could pull it off, a vertical uh, a launch like the Incredicoaster. Oh, yeah. But vertically on that one. Can you imagine that? No, I can't. Bam. Woo. That'd be fun. Zero to 60 in two seconds. But they have the technology to do that. Dude, we can build it. We can make it Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, imagine that. And Uh, then you go up and then you shoot. I mean, that that is, I'd be good with that. You go up and you go out of the building and you just freaking like, and you have that moment where where you hit the apex. Yeah. And you have that moment of like looking and then wham and you're back in. <laughs> Can you imagine that? No, I can't imagine that. Ooh, buddy. That'd but, be amazing. But maybe what you're talking about, you get a glimpse of that um, galaxy or Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You get you're at the very top and you get mm-hmm. a glimpse of the park and then oh and then bam. And yeah, and you shoot back near the dark. What do you think of that? That would be great. That. That'd be fantastic. I'd love that. So that's the refurb for Space Mountain. Uh, he's gonna get rid of Casey Jr. Circus train and he's keeping Snow White's enchanted wish. Okay. For me, I am, since I've not been on Snow White's enchanted wish yet, I can't comment on it. Um, so, and I'm not trying to cop out, but. Cop out. If, if I'm at Walt Disney Imagineering and, and I'm doing this, I understand the importance of both Snow White as an IP and Casey Jr. Circus train. And I also understand the importance of Space Mountain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I guess me personally, just me personally, I would probably get rid of Snow White's Enchanted Wish because if something is as an adult male, I don't really go on. Uh, and you know we've skipped it all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, if they didn't reverb, if they did not refurb it, you would not have gone on it. Is that true? Um, I do go on it, but not one of the regulars. I have now, never known you to go on that. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Um, not Again, I'm not going to sit here and try to play it up like I go on it all the time. I no. don't. Okay. Maybe every fourth or fifth trip. Okay. Once a year. Once a year. Okay. Okay. But now, though, I'm telling you, when okay. we go, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go again. Okay. I'll make the effort to go. Okay. Well, see, I just am waiting the opposite between Casey Jr. and Space Mountain. I mean, I, I, so for me, I'm going to get rid of Snow White to Channel Wish. Sorry. Um, and I am going to keep Casey Jr. as it is because I think it's actually perfect for what it is and what it does and, and the, uh, the amount of smiles it brings to its guests and the importance of that particular attraction. Uh, and Space Mountain, I'm going to have to agree with Udi 
um, modify it to have it go outside. Maybe have two tracks as the original version was going to have, mm-hmm. dueling tracks. Um, so y- you you have to keep both of those. You have to keep Space Mountain and Casey Jr. Um, just because that's that's part of the heritage. And Snow White wasn't. Um, so, anyways, I know it's not a popular opinion, but <laughs> that is mine. And now let's go to the news. Yeah, 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 yeah. Today is August 23rd, and Disney is released the first look at the inspiration for the Princess and the Frog attraction. Um, so they just launched some new artwork of the alligator. What's the name of the alligator? I don't know. I forgot. I forgot. So the alligator is in uh, like the bayou swamp with Tiana and some friends. Um, and it just shows them on a boat being followed by some guests on a log behind them. Um, so we don't, there's not a whole lot to take from this, except we know that there's a theme that I guess he's trying to grab her friends and go to the Mardi Gras, which we think the Mardi Gras is going to be the splashdown zippity doodah mm-hmm. thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So we sort of figure that, and that's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, this is going to be a fun uh, attraction. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be, <laughs> you know, just a wet ride through the bayou and with some cool animatronics. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I, I can't wait to see more of this stuff. Um, and, you know, I don't know. It looks like the theming is going to be great. It looks like the new enhanced, because let's be honest, uh, Splash Mountain hasn't done everything it's supposed to be doing in probably in the last four or five years. Oh, easily, yeah. Like, you, you, you see dark corners or lights mm-hmm. missing, and like, mm-hmm. and that's not a good show. This thing, I hope it gets all the, it will, will get all the, and, you know, enhanced lighting and, and auto-visual stuff, and I'm very excited about that. Um, are you okay with them moving Critter Country into New Orleans Square? Um... I have been of the mind that Critter Country is going to go bye bye, and you're you've, you're okay with that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, I've been okay with that uh, since I got rid of uh, Country Bear. So okay. okay. Either restore the Country Bear or give me something new. We already know Country Bear ain't coming back. It's not coming back. So give me something new. Okay. Um. Oh, it's actually remind me uh, on our live thing. Um, Popcorn Yeti wanted us to talk about, I think, the Disney, Disney stores closing, 50 stores. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they made that announcement that 50 stores, oh, they're all going to be closed? Or they only 50. Have- there's going to be, we're, I think they're going to be down to 25. Yeah, okay, so there's 75 stores right now available? Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, what's your thoughts on that? Well, okay. I, uh, I was in the retail space for a, a good number of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so was Mark. In fact, that is how we met for people who don't know. Um, so with everything that we've been through a year and a half and everything that we continue to uh, just get thrown in our face, um, it has definitely become uh, difficult to maintain an actual brick and mortar. Uh, even before uh, the, uh, the Rona, um, it, uh, having a brick and mortar was becoming increasingly difficult online, uh, being the biggest intruder into that space. Um, so 
when you have that, and then you have it coupled with uh, with what we've been through, um, then of course you're going to have losses. Um, so what I I haven't seen the layout of where they are. I haven't seen the list of it. No. It, but it's, in all reality, it doesn't really matter. Um, Not really. Uh, as we know, um, Disney has been the brunt of a huge amount of loss. Um, overall, they have lost billions, billions of dollars. So they're going to have to make choices. Um, so you have everything basically kneecapping them. Um, again, for people who don't know, um, because sadly there are some people in, in this country that don't realize that, hey, when you go to the store, you know, and you go over and you want to buy your, uh, you know, whatever, your ears that because you want to go to the park or you want to buy, you know, uh, a shirt or your kid a plushie or whatever. Um, there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that cost money. Uh, delivery personnel, not only to make it, to ship it, then receive it, and then tag it, and then sh- box it, and then ship it again, mm-hmm. and then unpock it. And, you know, the, the, there are many hands that it touches. There's many ways that money gets put into each item. So without going to a big old diatribe over it, you're going to have to cut costs. Yep. Sadly, rental, space, insurance, cost of having the merchandise in the store, so that's inventory, and then personnel, all money, 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 money spent. So when people run off about like, hey, corporations and da da da, a lot of people don't get the minutia unless they've been in that world mm-hmm. and they recognize that there's dollars behind everything, everything. Nothing is free. Nothing is just brought there. Nothing doesn't go like, you know, a magic spell is cast and poof, stuff is there. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I'm sad, but I, I kind of expected it. Yeah. I kind of expected it. They closed yeah. the one here that we have not too far from here, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of sad, and I feel bad for the employees. I do, yep. but then again, I also feel bad for every employee uh, that wants to work and is can't. Yeah, yeah. Now, the people who can work and just don't want to. Yeah. I'm going to give yep. you one of these. You're number one in my book. Number one. Number one in Udi's heart. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, not, I mean, like I said, there's nothing for me to add to this except that yeah, I feel sad when any kind of thing like this happens, but I'm not really surprised. It probably makes sense for them to get them out of mm-hmm. here. Um, and, you know, maybe it's like, hey, you want to come, you want more Disney stuff? You can come to the parks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Main Street Electrical Parade and a Christmas Fantasy Parade returning to Disneyland Resort. What? This thing again? Disneyland Resort is reportedly conducting rehearsals for both the Main Street Electrical Parade and the Christmas Fantasy Parade. This is a strong indicator that parades will will return to Disneyland in the near future. Um, This aligns with other signs that has been reported as testing of parade floats and character cavalcades. This is not confirmed, but this is what people have been reporting that are inside. the Main Street Electrical Parade, um, a classic. I remember, I remember, mm-hmm. there was a time when, when they first canceled this thing, when it was done, mm-hmm. you could buy light bulb mm-hmm. from the parade as a souvenir. Oh, this is the once in a lifetime thing. You could buy a light bulb and mm-hmm. and have, you know, keep it in your family or whatever. Well, a lot of good that did because it keeps showing up again. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I have no problem with this. Thing. No, I don't either. I mean, I, I'm 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 glad that they have this weapon, Nick weapon they can like roll out to bring people in. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's cool, and it's just. I just think they need to change the narrative a little bit on this thing. Like, yep. it's, it's going away forever uh, until we need you again. Yep, until we I've run out of ideas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's arguably part of the best parade. Um, yeah, I mean, um, in my lifetime, that is the one that resonates. Is, yeah. Yeah, it's one. Yeah. That's the first thing I think about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You think of parade, I'm like, bam, bam, bam. Like, you hear the music, mm-hmm. and, and I see the... You know the uh, Pete's Dragon. You know. Oh the, my gosh! Right. The Im- the imagery of it. Yeah. Um, the big drum barrel. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. The next news item is a uh, disability access service program. The DOS program will be part of Disney Genie at Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort. In addition to the announcement of the new Genie Genie Plus and Lightning Lane services, we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. Coming to the parks, um, it was also revealed that digital options are coming to the. Uh, DAS program as well. And this program, as you know, is designed to assist guests who cannot wait in the t- in the, the traditional queues for attractions. With the new program, guests will be able to use the My Disney Experience and Disneyland apps to enroll in the program before they arrive at the parks and select attractions. Um, great. I mean, mm-hmm. that's this should be a no-brainer. I'm, I'm glad they're doing this um, because some people definitely to take advantage of that and make their make their their experience a lot better. Um, so no, nothing to say about that. I'm I'm glad they did that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really shocked. Um, let's go to the second story first of the last two here because the other one's going to be kind of interesting. Okay, so as we alluded to, as you guys have already know, because you LTV listeners are very crafty and listening and do your own research. So this isn't news to you, but paid fast pass is going to be replacement. Um, it's it's been replaced by something called Genie, Genie Plus, and Lightning Lane. Um, Disney officially in, is introducing the new Genie service along with Genie Plus and Lightning Lane. Um, this, so D- Disney Genie service is complimentary and it's uh, it's going to be built into my Disney experiences and the Disneyland app. With the Disney Genie, guests will have a personalized itinerary feature that will recommend attractions, dining, and entertainment catered to their interests. Um, guests, it'll, it'll include guest itinerary updates from morning to night. Disney Genie will continue to update your itinerary through your day so you can be more spontaneous and go with the flow. I find, okay. F- find your favorites at a glance. Create your very own personal tip board to instantly see your favorites it will display current and forecasted future wait times helping you to predict when you might experience quicker entry into the attraction Mm. Mm -hmm. i see an error there already but Mm -hmm. enjoy more flexibility and fun disney genie brings existing planning features together in one place join a virtual queue at a certain attractions make dining and experience reservations mobile order food at many locations get help from a virtual assistant and more so that's the free service. Let's just talk about that real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> again, to me, this is the technology that no one really asked for. No. Um, but I have to sort of understand that you and I and listeners of the show are, and everyone in my family, in my circle, are not average Disney fans. They, we, we would not need anything to do with this. One of the things that, one of the many reasons why I enjoy going to Disneyland is to get out of a structured environment. 
I want to be able to go as um, I'm like, I can't use this phrase on my own because uh, Dave from Fresh Bake said he likes to go as the Disney winds blow. And that's correct. That's exactly what I would say. I just go whatever I, f- I mean, yeah, I have a few things I want to see and do, mm-hmm. but I do not want to be tied to a schedule or have any hints. I don't need that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But for the guests, for the family that's out of state, can go once a year, once every couple years. They don't, they they don't even know what's going on at Disneyland, and, yeah. th- and that's not that's not a dig. That's it's reality. It's reality. They just don't think about mm-hmm. it like we do. So they may not know that. Big Thunder's closed, or they may not even know what restaurants are available in Galaxy's Edge, or do they still have Monte Cristo's? They have no idea, and, and I don't blame them. They just, just they just have other things going on. But I, I just that, and the fact that says, oh, you know what? I think it's going to be really short wait time at uh, Space Mountain at four at four forty. Well, guess what? Who's all going to go there at four forty mm-hmm. to load to load up the line? Well, anyways. It's free, so I'm not going to complain. Am I going to use it? Mm, no. Udi, thoughts? Um, well, the free version, I, I, again, I, I, I'm with you with um, the, the free service we didn't really know um, that we needed or <laughs> wanted. <laughs> we did not need um, uh, Again, for now, here, here is one problem that um, I find with with uh, something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, they are assuming, which, I mean, to their credit, isn't a bad assumption, but an assumption nonetheless, um, that a lot of people are going to be on their phone and going to be able to manage and navigate that. Yeah. Not everybody has a nose stuck in their phone, okay? No. I know we don't. When we go, I mean, the only time we literally the only time we I pick up my phone Mm -hmm. is one picture two, I actually get a message or a phone call Mm -hmm. Um, or three is our fast pass up. Yes. Other than that, my phone is in my pocket. Yeah. So. That is, you're forcing people to kind of migrate to that. So on one level, I get it. We have to evolve. On the other hand, I'm like, you're making a huge assumption. What are you going to do for everybody who, like, okay, so that means you're going to get rid of the paper fast pass? Yeah, those are gone. Yeah, and so those are gone. Mm -hmm. Okay, what if somebody doesn't want to download the app on their phone? You've got that, too. You know, there are many, 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 many things that, that, that... you can alter a guest experience. So I don't like this kind of forced push. No. I don't like it. Like, offer it, but don't make it the only offering. Like, that was the one thing with the Max Pass I enjoyed. You, we, we, you could pay for it. Mm-hmm. You got the Max Pass, and then we learned how to maneuver within that. But if you didn't have it and you didn't know, yeah. hey, I got my paper pass right over here. Yeah. And end of story. So you had options... To do what you wanted to do. Yes. Here, they're trying to say, oh, yeah, hey, you can do the same thing, but it's all under this umbrella. (coughs) Okay. But not everybody wants to use that umbrella. No, they don't. No, they don't. And the Max Pass, to me, was one of the best things they had going. Yeah. I mean, 
you were you were you were really good at it. I I didn't really do it that mm-hmm. much because you just linked our stuff together and said, "Oh, this is what we're doing." Oh, okay. Yep. Um, but uh, you know, with Max Pass, could you? It was just for attractions. You couldn't do ordering food with that, right? It was something else. That was a whole no, different. You, you, the order ordering the food was uh, on the normal app. Yeah. Okay. Same app. Same okay. Thing. So. Yeah, they are pushing you in this direction to use your phone, and I just am not that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it. But we'll play along with that one, I guess. I just I don't I don't need them to go. Oh, yeah, I have no idea what I what I what I'm doing. Where should I go? Mm-hmm. That's like I don't need that. But I understand maybe at Disney World I might. Yeah. So I can sort of see that for there for here, not for me. Well, I think. Um, uh, <sighs> I guess I guess we gotta wait until we can actually have the app in hand, see how it flows, how it operates. Uh, there are aspects of the the app that aren't that bad. Yeah. Um, but to, again, to me, um, I don't know if you really need that much hand holding. No, but and, it, and part of it is learning anyway. I it, think it is. I agree. I mean, I uh, to to your point, I, I'm glad they they linked in the mobile ordering and the restaurant wait mm-hmm. list together. That helps, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I know it's it'd be interesting. So I don't mean to be uh, sour grapes about it. It's just I mean, it's free. I don't have to deal, deal with anything with it. Okay, next news item. The next part of this thing is the Disney Genie Plus service. It's available for purchase for the price of fifteen dollars per day at Disney World and twenty dollars per day here at Disneyland Resort. You can choose the next available time to arrive at a variety of attractions and experiences using. Max Pass. The Lightning Lane entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's they're just renaming the Max Pass Lightning mm-hmm. Lane. Mm-hmm. You can make one selection at a time throughout the day from classics like Haunted Mansion to thrill rides like Big Thunder, Mountain Railroad, and never oh sorry, and newer favorites like the Million Falcon Smuggler's Run. Attractions subject to limited availability. This convenient option is next is the next evolution for the fun fan favorite Disney Max Pass service from Disneyland Resort. Disney Genie Plus will also include Disney Parks themed audio experiences and photo features to capture your memories, augmented reality lenses for those visiting Disney World, and unlimited Disney Photo Pass downloads from your day if you're visiting Disneyland Resort. So for 20 bucks, for us, you get access to the Photo Pass or photo, what is it used to be called, the Photo Max or something? No, Photo Pass, right? Mm-hmm. So you get that. I guess that's cool. Um, and then you can select one attraction at a time throughout the day. Which is different from before. Well, let's talk about that for a second. Because there was a window of time that you could not select an a- attraction, right? So let's say let's say we're there, it's 10, 10 in the morning. And let's say you go, oh, Mark, look, at there's um, 1140 for Space Mountain. Was you Space Mountain again? And then we book it, okay, at 10 o'clock for 1140. At one point, could we have p- picked another a- attraction? I think it was like, I think it was like an hour. Well, I can't remember the exact time, but there was a window where you could go and get another one. Yeah, but there was also a window where you couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So we had to wait a little bit of time before yeah. we can go. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Pirates has a. Well, actually, Pirates wasn't even part of that mix, no. was it? Um, let's just say something else. Uh, oh, um, Incredible! Oh, Galaxy's uh, um, Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's Run has a twelve a twelve thirty. So at one point we. So we could hopefully we could have picked Smuggler's Run before we went to Space Mountain and checked in. Mm-hmm. So that I think is different now. Mm-hmm. 
I think in that scenario, we, we often held two. I yes. remember often going like, okay, I've got, I've got one, I've got two. Yes. <laughs> so now it looks like you can do one at a time throughout the day. So we, once you, in that example, we have to wait an hour and 40 minutes to go to Space Mountain. As soon as we scan in, then we can get something else. I would think, yeah. Okay. I'm only assuming because we don't know. I don't know. Is that good, bad? Do you care? Does it matter? Uh, bad. It's bad. Bad. Because? Because you're limit again, you're li- they're 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 limiting your access at a time. Yeah. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um I, I I get the idea. Nothing terribly wrong, but again, you're like I, I can only do one. So before the beauty of the Max Pass was we didn't have to go anywhere, we didn't have to do the paper, we didn't have to do anything. Uh we didn't have to walk anywhere until we're ready. Um but the other part of it is we had two. So mm. we could be like that, and then we have that. We had windows, and we can, could kind of plan. Now, it's like, okay, we get... I don't know if we're going to be able to look at... Well, it, it, in here, it says you can forecast future wait times, which, again, is stupid. I don't... I, I don't <laughs> says who? Yeah, I, I don't know what algorithm they're going to use, but whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm assuming some mathematician in the back is like, well, if you know, if you take the square... And yeah. Anyway. Carry the um, one. Yeah. Um, but I think... Um, with this one, it's like, what? and I could be wrong, again, not having it and not having it live so you can, you know, mess around with it. Um, what if I get the max pass? I'm like, okay, we do it for space. We get on the you space. Mean, you mean Genie Plus? No, Genie, Genie Plus, sorry. Okay. And we're in the lightning lane. Yes. Stupid thing. Um, and then we, we use our lightning, na- lightning lane pass. And we go, okay, now we're going to try to book another one. What, what if you can't find one you like or whatever? You, you've, been, you've, been, you've been pigeonholed. Yeah, you have been. And so I don't like that feeling. I don't like that pigeonhole kind of feeling, and especially if I'm paying for it. Right, and not every attraction is going to be available for this stuff. Again, all. I, I, okay. I don't, same, I, same with Max Pass. Yeah, and so I don't mind that. That yeah. we're used to. Um, in fact, I think we made the comment there, there are some that don't need them. Um, so that doesn't bother me. But that being kind of pigeonholed into only one, that kind of bugs me. Mm. Not as much as the next one does. But we'll get there. Okay. The next one is um, the individual attraction selections available for purchase. Schedule a time to arrive at up to two, uh, two highly demanded attractions each day using the Lightning Lane entrance. Like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train at Magic Kingdom Park and Radiator Springs Racers at Disney California Adventure Park. Attractions not included with mm. Disney Plus. Uh, sorry, Disney Genie Plus. Pricing for this option will vary by date, attraction, and park. And will be announced closer to launch. Um, this, uh, Genie Plus and Lightning Lane selections will be made on the same day of your visit and can be used across multiple theme parks. Great for those who love the park hopping hopper option attractions continue to offer a traditional standby queue or virtual queue as certain attractions like towers rise of the resistance to maximize flexibility okay this is new to mm-hmm. us so we don't know exactly how to answer or even I don't even know how to organize my feelings, to be honest with you, about this. Uh, um, I don't know what it is. I tend to think this is not good for me <laughs> because this is an additional fee. 
mm-hmm. uh, for an attraction. So you pay $20 to do your genie service where you can do one attraction at a time. I get it. I don't particularly like that. I'd rather you could hold two or have, a, you know, hey, after you, you have a half an hour after you um, pick something that you, can, you have to wait and then you can pick something else. And you can only hold two at a time. But this one's going to say you can only do one. But let's get to Lightning Pass or Lightning Lane. I don't like it. I, I absolutely do not like it. If I am paying for a ticket and a max pass, that's fine. I get it. But this thing is just, it's going to cause more trouble than it's worth. More trouble than it's worth. It's going to, what is it going to do to the standby time? Um, for regular people who don't who, who don't want to play on the, on the on that team, like I'm not doing that. I just want to go to the park. I want to be able to ride, and and see that's Daniel Hill from the Disney Geek had a really good point about that. If I go to the park and I want to wait six hours to ride Rise of the Resistance, that's my prerogative. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. You not even giving him the option to wait. Here now you're making me pay an additional surcharge to go on Radiator Springs. You kidding me? And we don't know what this is. I mean, Rise of the Resistance. I mean, you you know this is going to be what Paris was what eight to seventeen dollars per attraction. This is going to be fifteen to thirty five bucks. And there's there's just no flipping way that I'm going to pay thirty five bucks mm-hmm. for Rise of the Resistance or Radiator Springs. If that if they're going to start and this I don't think is going to last. This is going to go, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. Okay. So the entire time that Mark was talking, we I know no, no, yeah, nobody, nobody could see what I was doing. I, I literally took my headphones off. Oh, I wasn't even. Yeah, took my cap off and, and took a deep breath. Um, I made the comment previously uh, when they talked about this, and we, we may covered that that Paris was doing this. And I remember mm-hmm. thinking, what an idiotic idea that they're testing it. And I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to bring it here. I thought, yeah, Disney World, sure. Um, won't fly in Disneyland. My thoughts have not changed. Uh, I completely think that this is an utter cash grab nothing but a blatant utter cash grab uh of of a magnitude that disney should not be doing Uh, um right so so i have been and we have been on the show a huge critic of jpeg um i'm not sure if he has any hands on this but at some level he could have come up with the whole thing but he or he could have approved it i would not be surprised at the bare minimum that he approved it Mm. But here is the main thing with this. Um, As a person already playing a premium to go to the park, and we've all made that comment, we've made the comment often on the show, that we understand the deal. We understand that we're paying more. We understand that when we pay 140, 150 to go in, for a day. Yeah. We, we, we know we're paying for an experience. This here, right here, to me, is a blatant slap in the face of, of every part. Not just the average park goer. Every park goer. This right here is when you have a 
company and and we we made I, I had the question before we we know that they have to recuperate the um the losses okay uh-huh. we, we knew that they they've been losing billions the park was closed for a year and a half and the whole thing we all know that that story has been told and we've told it often i don't want to hear it again but the thing is we thought okay how are i i, I pose a question how are they going to recuperate that how are they going to try to make some of this money back right here Here's the main problem with that. You're already asking a park goer to pay for the average family, what? A couple thousand, you know? Per visit? Per, to walk in if you're going to do a three-day three park for a family of five, you do the math. Oh, you are? Oh, for, oh yeah, for family of five? Yeah, yeah for sure for you family are. Family four, family three, you, you do the math. Plus so food. Ready, yeah, plus food and, and, and that whole thing. Now, I know the argument may be like, well, you know, if you don't want to pay for it, you don't have to pay for it. But that isn't the point. The point is that how will that now affect, and Mark, you brought it up, how is that going to affect standby times? How is that going to affect? Okay, so here, here's the beauty. Here's the question I have. Yeah. Rise. We all, well, we don't all know it and hmm. love it, but I do. Yep. What if they go like, well, it's basically e-ticket now. It's an e-ticket attraction. Then you have to pay to get on. If that happens, I I don't even know what I'm gonna do. I will look up and like find me a survey person. I'll be like, well, you know, we want to ask about your food options. I don't care. Find the survey about this genie thing and pay and bring that one up because I know it's there. Yeah. Go on your iPad, bring yeah. it up, and tell me it's horrible. Mm-hmm. I'll write as many emails, strongly worded letters, yes. and raise my and I will never I will not pay for it because again. This are the things that Disney does. It goes too far. Yep, yep. It is a slap in the face of, okay, we'll, we'll make you pay more. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you have the cash and the green to do it, okay. Yeah. But we also know that by a huge margin of people, they don't have that. No. You're again, you're, I hate it when any company begins to cater to the smallest percentile of the clientele. I hate it. It drives me crazy. I'm like, what are you doing, you moron? You absolute <laughs> moron. You're alienating good chunks of your, your, your clientele. What are you doing? You think that these people who come to the park every once in a while, okay, I'll get an extra couple hundred bucks out of them. Is that really worth it? No. Is that really worth it? No. So these are the moments where I look at Disney and go like, stupid. I don't think it's going to last. I think... I will be surprised, and I will eat crow if they go like, "Oh no, it's it's a great program." And there's a ton of people. I know when it comes out, they're gonna be they're gonna like any good corporation mm-hmm. and be like, "It is the greatest program ever." And look at all these people who love it. And you're gonna have those people who make you know six or seven figures. They're gonna be like, "I love it. I don't have to wait in line and just pay an extra twenty bucks for everybody to get in." Yeah. How screwed up is that? It is. Uh, well, I don't think that they're going to say, for example, Rise of the Resistance. It, it, it can't be a pay-to-play model for that particular attraction. But this, Only. But this sets the footprint for it. It does. Saying. It does. It does. And we'll see how it goes. It's um, lame. It's Disney lame. Stops. And anybody who well, is well, within well, the sound of my voice, don't do it. Well, I'm... Vote, our, our, vote, vote with your dollars. Don't our vote. listeners weighed in on this, and uh, we okay. got a lot of them that have. Um, we got maybe eight people. How many people are with me on this one? Let's find out. Well, let's stop. Let's start with our favorite Hawaiian, uh, Laura. Hi, Laura. Laura, you are our favorite. You guys are our favorite family in Hawaii. Just to mm-hmm. let you know, mm-hmm. um, and she will say, 
I will use the paid $20 Genie Plus for our upcoming trip if it's available then. I always paid for Max Pass. Mm -hmm. I did too. Yeah. As far as the Lightning Lane goes, I'll use it if I need to. I have friends who visited before the shutdown and they were unable to get a boarding pass for Rise of, uh, Rise of the Resistance. As someone coming from Hawaii, I don't know when our next trip is after this one. So if I have to pay to get on Rise of the Resistance, I will. I'm not a pass holder and I don't live nearby, so we only get this one chance to go on the attraction. I would be crushed if I didn't get on rides at least once over our three-day trip. Booty, what do you say to that? Where is your limit? Okay, where is your limit mm -hmm. for how much for that's going to yeah. be? You know, that's a great question, Laura. I mean, no. what if they say yeah. it's going to be 35 bucks to ride yeah. that thing? Are you willing? Okay, so I get your, get your point of view. Uh, don't get me wrong, but the odds of you not getting on that ride prior were were not that high. As far as you not getting on, the chances of you getting on were infinitely higher. A lot of people go like, "Oh, but but how many people rarely got on?" Mm -hmm. When you go at it, yeah, the the fact that they opened now to uh, double queue time mm -hmm. handles the majority of that. Yeah. I get your point, Lori, but I also think you're running on old. Here, here, here's the other part of that. Prior to COVID, we, we all know Rise of the Resistance was open, what, a month and a half? A month and a half? Probably three. Three? Was it three? Oh, or, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Three. More more along three. No, January no. January 17th, so when did, when did it close? March 18th, so two months. Two months. Yep. It was What a, a glorious two months. Oh, my God, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it. Uh, uh, Six you, times you in that I know. I, no, but I love it. I'm lucky, though. I, you I, are I, lucky. I love saying because I know how lucky I am. Um, but that was an attraction in its infancy. Mm -hmm. Crew, uh, cast members, machines, computers, the whole thing cycling. The machine is much more oiled and efficient now. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe uh, I was seeing boarding groups in the 200s. Getting on with no problem. Oh, yeah. Before, when first month, we were saying they're capping out maybe about 150. They said you get to 140, and then after that, nothing's guaranteed. Right, right. Um, I don't think that's the case anymore. You could easily get on, at, like I said, it, like I, I saw as high as 220, I think. Mm -hmm. Significantly different. That's a lot different, yeah. When you think about a boarding group, how many people are in that boarding group? It was a few hundred at the yeah. minimum. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that is old. Okay, so again, you're that 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 thought process of like, okay, well, what if I don't get on? If you're there for a three-day period, I would be shocked that if you didn't get on with the, the normal randomness of it all. I would really be shocked. I would be. Okay. Like I said, I've n I've never not gone on when I've tried. Hmm. Never. I know. Maybe is it? Maybe I'm being you know, my own bias because that has been my experience, maybe. Mm -hmm. But I've never heard anybody go like, oh, yeah, I tried that one day and I didn't get on. Okay. Very rare do I hear that. So he's like, I went through the full weekend and I never got on. I haven't heard, I, I, I can't recall that I ever okay. heard a story like that. So, so, we'll, so yeah. we'll see if, if um, what that experience is for you, Laura. Hopefully you get on without having to pay. Yeah, and then, and then hit us up too when you hear this. Yeah, for sure. What's, what's your limit? How much would you pay? Feral Disney Cats. Uh, hey, Feral Disney. Hey, yeah. Marie, I think's her name? We'll see. Um, sorry, I forgot that wrong. Um, the free version is of no benefit to Magic Key Holders, plus we all lose the Fast Pass system. We all use mm -hmm. the Fast things, what she's saying. Mm -hmm. 
I can see this would be useful to people who rarely visit, especially if they go to Walt Disney World, which is a bigger complex, and the planner will help those people hit all the things they want. I believe Genie Plus is only 15 there, and it's 20 bucks here, so it would be down to how long the Lightning Pass lines are as to whether it is worth it or not. I've never had a Max Pass, but it sounds like it would be then a similar benefit to that if the Lightning Pass lines aren't too long. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Skittle Muffin was just here. I'm okay with most of it, but I think having to pay extra for a premium attraction is too far. If you only go once in a great while then and want to do as much as you can in one visit, you have to almost get the Genie Plus. $150 park hopper, $20 Genie Plus, and mm -hmm. another $20 to ride cars just seems ridiculous. So mm -hmm. around $800 for a family of four for, for one day. Bing, bing, bing. They have already priced out the lower income families and yep. most of the middle class. Yep. Walt built the park for every family to have a good time, not just for the rich family. Mm -hmm. I can't disagree. I think you made no. some, some good points. Spot on, my friend. Spot on. Disney will say, Walt, you don't have to do it if you don't want to. Well, no, and that is going to be the, the counter argument. But again, it isn't. Okay. Disney, we know why Disney is pricing the way they, they do. They want a specific clientele. They don't want, for lack of a better way of putting it, they don't want sleazy people there hmm. they don't they don't want clientele that can drag the entire park down people that are going to be walking down main street drunk trying to start a fight with everybody yeah uh incidents do happen in the park but they're super rare yeah um no fighting in toontown hmm. um but again that that is part of it but there is a delicate balance to be struck with that and that pushes the pendulum in the wrong direction yes i agree Fernando, Fernando, they should call it Thano Plus because it is inevitable. <laughs> That's awesome. Disneyland has been oh, trending. Oh, he's coming in hot. He's coming hot. Yeah. Disneyland has been trending towards a pay-to-play forever now. This is just the next iteration of that. As long as people are willing to pay, then Disney will oblige and upcharge mm -hmm. for different experiences. It kind of reminds me of that scene in Jurassic Park towards the beginning of the movie <laughs> when the lawyer was talking about mission and different things they can charge for. And oh, yeah. Hammond tries to interject and say that it isn't meant for just the wealthy. Lawyer board replies with, then maybe they can have, have a, a coupon. coupon day. Yeah, yeah, coupon day. No wonder the T-Rex ate him. Yep. <laughs> Is he powered in the can? Nice. Good, yeah. good, good, good answer. Yeah, good, good points, Randall. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. I can't disagree with that at all. Christine, um, HM1313, Haunted Mansion, 1313 m Wish it was a bit more expensive to lessen the fast pass users. Hoping it will help the lines flow as they are supposed to while giving the fast pass crowd their way as well. <sighs> so she wants it to be more expensive hmm. to lessen the fast pass users. Oh, so if it's more money, then people aren't going to use it. Again, you're. It's you're, what she's. Uh -huh, that's the uh -huh. logic she's going yeah. by. Huh. Is that. You think that's accurate? That's interesting. Um, I don't. Again, we're, we're talking about money and, and separating. I, I I don't know. Again, a lot of people don't do what we do. That's true. So, it, at one point, I mean, it, we got to recognize our own bias. We have to. We got to recognize that we we go more often. We don't have to do that, and we're not willing to pay extra. We're just not. So. If they raise a the price, how many people, again, Disneyland has, 
Disneyland has been a, a locals park. We said it before. Mm-hmm. Now with the new and the new key, clearly that that resident only uh, pass is very very strict mm-hmm. to allow people in. I get that, but still though, you can't. I don't think you can in that park. These ideas may work better in a larger park or a park off of uh, you know not in northern uh, North America. But just doesn't work for Disneyland. Disneyland is the the originator of everything. Mm-hmm. Often duplicated, never replicated. Is that the right way to say? Yeah, it? I think so. Yeah. So everything underneath, everything since that one no, has often been, imitated, never duplicated, n- never duplicated. Okay, yeah. So when you look at every park from the original. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm biased, and I don't care. I'll hold my bias about this one until I'm in the grave. It is the best. Yeah. Because everything sprouted from there. Everything sprouted from there. So because of that, the uniqueness of that park cannot be understated. So when they do things like this, mm-hmm. and we've, we, we've kind of, well, not more than often, we, we've kind of railed against, like, it isn't Disneyland Resort. It isn't that. Like, I, I know what you're trying to do. But just, you don't have to call it that. You don't just just, just do your thing mm-hmm. and don't try to maneuver and push people into these t- tiny little corners like, oh, well, you know, over in Disneyland World, I get it, but it's a different thing. Well, over in Disneyland Tokyo, I, I, okay, but it's a different thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to Paris, you know, okay, I get it. Do I need to say it again? Okay, a different thing. Mm-hmm. Every park has its own unique vibe, feel, and um, aura or energy or however you want to put it. But everything comes from Disneyland. Right. You cannot look at ideas and go like, oh, we'll back, we'll backtrack into there. Isn't always going to work. And this is where I, this, to me, I firmly fall into that thought. With this, is like it doesn't work there. Mm. It doesn't work there. It doesn't. It doesn't work here. No. no. Trying to fit a, a round peg into a square hole here yep. with that. <clears throat> okay. Popcorn Yeti chimes in. It was inevitable. Although myself will be buying this every day. I'm there. I still feel bad for those who can't afford to do this for their whole vacation. It will definitely shorten the wait times for those who will be using Genie Plus. I think those who would not be using Genie Plus should at least have the option to buy the lightning passes. I'm glad we will still have unlimited photo pass included with the Genie Plus. The thing I'm excited about the most is the added audio experiences, whatever those may be. It's the little things he laughs. Mm-hmm. I agree about the audio experiences. I'm curious about that. The photo pass, I never use, but I understand why people like it. But he did touch on something is that it just occurred to me. So if I don't get Genie Plus, I can't use Lightning Pass. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So that that is a caveat to that. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, the the, the Lightning Pass is um, the, the, is Max Pass. Not a, a cheaper knockoff of Max Pass, but yeah. a Max Pass. The one I'm I, I'm I'm yelling about or uh, upset about is that extra tier that you pay to pay to go ride in traction. Like no, yeah. Well, no. Wait a minute. That Lightning <laughs> Pass is that. <coughs> no. No Genie Plus. Oh Genie, sorry Genie Plus. There we go. But in order to buy a Lightning Pass, you need to have already spent the twenty bucks to get Genie Plus. That is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if I just want to go, oh shoot, okay great it's 20 bucks to ride rise when you're right now yeah okay but no it isn't because then you gotta spend that genie oh. plus there so that's an extra 40 bucks no there you go mm-hmm. okay 
2021, Bernji, I wonder if the only way to use a lightning lane is to buy Genie Plus. Yeah. I used to think it was cool that you could still get the hard copy fast passes if you don't want to pay for Max Pass. Right. Seems like that would no longer be the option. I, I agree. You with are it, speaking our language. Mm-hmm. You are absolutely right. I want the the actual physical one. I want that option. I want the option. Yes. Give me the option. Yes, and you're right. So you you have to get the lightning pass. Uh, I'm sorry, you have to get Genie Plus if you want a lightning lane. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So. <laughs> And for whatever reason right now, there has been an overall theme of people trying to force you, like, I want you to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm maybe call me a bit of an a-hole with that. But whenever the more I'm told, like, well, I want you to do that, my first knee-jerk reaction is to say F off. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no. It may make sense, and you may I may come back around to you, but my initial thing is like, no, stop forcing me into this thing. Mm-hmm. Give me the options. Give, okay. Give me the options and then let the people decide. Right. Okay. So look at the, the paper. The, the whole, again, the whole motivator for this is money. I get that. But we can't, again, we're at that balancing point between guest experience and money. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're, the pendulum is swinging too far the other way. Right. Yep. Marcus, last comment on this one. Uh, Marcus says, I'll try, try it at least once, see how it goes. I'm trying to withhold judgment on anything until things are back to normal, air quotes. Mm-hmm. And we can get a better gauge of what works and what doesn't. Yeah, I agree with that as well. Everyone has really good points here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, there's nothing wrong with any of these. I, I mean, some of them are a little bit different, but that's cool. Um, I, I'm curious to see, Popcornity, how, how it works out for you. I mean, I, I want to know. Mm-hmm. Um and Marcus is right, too. At least, we'll see how it goes. I mean... Well, the main question I have for everybody who's listening to yeah. this and has chimed in, where is, if you want to do that whole, you know, pay to mm-hmm. ride, whatever, where's your limit? Uh, yeah, for sure. What is your limit? Where are you going to go like, now nah, that that is too much? For me, $1 is too much. To me, one penny is too much. Um, it is the, 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 the thought... You know, the thought and the thing, the other thing is that according to the the information was that those prices for Lightning Lane can vary mm-hmm. depending on day or demand mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So what happens, though, if we go, we just got on, we just paid. OK, for some reason, we we, we paid 25 bucks to go on um, Rise of the Resistance. Oh, it breaks down. Then what? Mm-hmm. Are they going to refund money? Sure. Fine. I would like, hope. Well, or, I, or give you another time. But what if that time doesn't work for you? Yeah. Oh, we have it tomorrow at four. I'm not gonna be here tomorrow at four. <sighs> Do you want to make yours with that? Yeah. Okay. Um, there you go. Yeah, I don't know how it's all gonna work. I I don't see this model working too well. Um, and you know, we talk about rise of the resistance being this great thing, and it is a great thing. Mm-hmm. But you, I, I mean, I, and I know it's sounding a bit downtrodden, but. The bright side is you can have so much fun at the park without going on Rise of the Resistance, mm-hmm. without doing a lot of the stuff. Oh, yeah, you can. If you pick like three or four attractions and just chill with your friends and family and connect that way, you can avoid all this. Yeah. So it's it's there's ways around this. Um, as for me, I don't think I'm going to get it um, unless unless they release the Genie Plus where you can have, if, if they make that more like the Fast like the max pass, mm-hmm. then I would get that. Yeah. But until then, no. 
All right. Well, that is the news for this. Um, so we're going to shift gears and do something different and stay tuned for that. Hey, LTP listeners, this is our feature presentation for episode 137. Um, special guest on, kind of a weird situation because last we just left you, but now Udi is a little south of me in uh, the island, uh, what, Catalina Island, I guess is the right term for it? Yep. There's a, there's a there's a longer name. There's a longer name for that, right? Yeah, La Isla de Santa Catalina. Okay. Otherwise known as the populated island of the Channel Islands of California. Oh, that. Okay, perfect, <laughs> perfect. And Udi, who was that other voice we hear in the background? So the other voice you heard is a person that some of our listeners may be very familiar with. Mm-hmm. She is most commonly known as Producer Christie. Oh. She is also a Patreon supporter of our show. Thank you very much for that. You. And because of that, like any Patreon, she gets to be on the show. Yes. Now, mind you, I've asked her a few times, and there's always been like, eh, pretty much that, right? Since you're sitting in my living room. Yes. But so, it, it, so it, listeners, me, yeah, listeners, you must understand. Yeah, something that the LTP will go to great lengths. If you don't come to us, we will come down to you. And we we, we will come to your house and hang out there until you talk. Right, exactly. (laughs) So it happened, just so happened to be that I was visiting. I said, hey, I might as well come by. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Happened. Okay. So that means uh, who else? Hey, there's this girl, Christy. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so we have to go to Hawaii. We have to go to Mexico now. We have to go somewhere else, right? We're going to have to go to Mexico. I don't know where else. We're going to have to go to Oregon. Hawaii. Oregon. Hawaii. Yeah, he lives there, but he's not on Patreon. Sasquatch is not on Patreon. Where is he? Oh, Efren? Yeah. Oh, he might be. I'll have to look. Okay. Christy is of the mind that he is. So Christy knows our. No, he's supposed to take me shark hunting. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so <laughs> Christy, say hello, everybody. Hi. Yeah. Hey, Christy. I don't know what else to say. Hi. Okay. Hi. Well. Here, and I live in Catalina Island. Mm-hmm. Just off the coast of California. Okay, so as a Patreon listener, well, you, you get to pick the topic. Did Udi tell you that? Kind of. He asked me what I wanted to talk about, and I was like, I don't really care. Okay, but uh, but 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 let so me ask think, you some questions real quick. Yeah. So, why did you become a Patreon in the first place? Um, because I started listening to the show, mm-hmm. and I was working on another show, or friends with all of the other shows that are in the family, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> had just kind of decided that if I was listening, it made more sense to be a supporter. Okay, fair enough. And I got a sweatshirt. <laughs> oh, yes, you, you did. Oh, good. How many How many of those hoodies are in existence right now? Um, well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say two. Oh, yeah, okay, two. Okay. See, we give very good swag here at the LTP. Yeah. 
anyway. Anyway, so you um, so you you guys were just at Downtown Disney a few days ago. Um, we were. And how was that? You guys had some revelations about magic. Came up from the airport, went to Downtown Disney. Okay. I didn't hear your question mark. I'm sorry. And uh, you guys had some thoughts about the Magic Key stuff and whatnot? Uh, so we got there Friday after I picked up Udi from the airport. We immediately drove to downtown Disney, parked mm-hmm. in downtown Disney parking lots. Mm-hmm. And I think the first comment I made was how cool it was to walk from Disney parking lot. We parked relatively close. Yeah, really close. Um, and walked right into the downtown Disney area. Like security line, there was no security line. It was like immediately walk up through the Disneyland Hotel area mm-hmm. and right through the security gate. Yeah, um, which was just weird. Like yeah. I, I have been there many times during this pandemic. Constantly been waiting through the nightmare that was that parking lot for a while. Um, the hour, the hour and a half wait in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. At one point. Yeah, you made you made the comment when we were walking up as like this is where people would be queuing. To get security, and we walk right in. I mean, we we both kind of slow down, mm-hmm. wait to be told to stop, and they wave us right on through. Yeah, um, there was quite a few people in there, but it didn't seem packed at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't seem honestly. It felt kind of dead for Friday. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, um, we had zero length. We went to many stores. Mm-hmm. We went straight into Bell's Point. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a wait at all there. I think we waited maybe five minutes to get into yep, point. And it was more of just because people were walking in and yep. they weren't seating in fast enough. Yep. So the wait wasn't necessarily because there was too many people. It was just because the hostess couldn't seat fast yep, enough. Okay. Yep. And how was Ballast Point? Food? Uh, food? Ballast Point's always amazing. Udi tried pokey. <sighs> I did. <laughs> he does not like fish. I do not. No. When you hang out with mermaids, you will eat fish. I know. I kind of had no choice on that one, I think. Yeah. And that was actually pretty good. Okay. I can't I can't lie about that one. Is um Ballast Point they're the ones that do sculpting, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. And I had the hard kombucha, which I love. Oh I don't even remember what I got. I don't think I ever had, had that. I had Kolsch. I had a Kolsch. Oh Kolsch is good. Yeah. Yeah, the first yeah. beer I'd had in like almost a month. That's not true. Two months. Two weeks. <laughs> Three weeks? You had the those eight fives in my house last week. Oh, I oh, forgot about them. Yeah, they don't count, though. <laughs> yes, they do. No, they don't. They um, don't, the, don't count. I will say that one of my frustrating things about any of this right now is you go on to Ballast Point, you're seated by one person, they sit you at a table, you have to order everything from your app, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. then the first thing it asks you is, how much of a tip would you like to leave? For what? <laughs> oh, geez, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did you do? I didn't even get a hello. Yeah. Um, so what do you do at that point? I, I'm still ethically just stuck there Wait, because I used to be a bartender and oh, yeah, I used you, to be a you, server. You paid for so that it is stuck. Like, do I tip? Because the bartender still poured the drinks, but mm-hmm. it was just a hard pour. It's like straight off the taps. It's not really a tough job. Mm-hmm. There's no server. There's nobody. There's a food runner or an expo, mm-hmm. but there's no actual bartender running bars. It's not like I asked for mixed drinks. And there's no server that's, like, taking your order, mm-hmm. making sure you have refills. Because I think we were without water for quite some time. We were. Oh, shoot. Okay. So it's like, how do you tip accordingly to that? Because for me, I've grown up with, you know, minimum standard is 20%. Mm-hmm. So how do you tip accordingly to that? Like, yeah. that's when there is a server and somebody making sure your drinks are refilled or yeah. making sure you have utensils or 
everything you need is on the table, mm-hmm. checking up on you. That's not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. So mm. it's how do you tip accordingly? Mm-hmm. So that was a weird. Yeah. I mean, one of, one of the rules I go by is if my drink never goes dry, then you're going to get, you're going to get a good tip from me. But you're responsible for your own drink refills right now. So if you order it from this app, then your drink will reappear. So when you get low, you were responsible yeah, for but, ordering your drink. Oh, that's strange. Okay. No, no. <laughs> see the conundrum? You see the conundrum? I do, I do, yeah. yeah. But but other than that, the poke wasn't bad. Okay. So you guys would, found, would, would you recommend Ballast Point? Yeah, I had the uh, that moment of like, oh, my God, what am I about to put in my mouth? Hmm. Okay. I love poking. Yeah, it was good. And only from a little bit of poking and prodding. But, hey. <laughs> I really didn't have to twist your arm. Cause it was... Uh, Taganashi fries was the other thing we were looking at. Um, um, I don't remember. I don't remember. What, oh, nachos. We oh, yeah, yeah. Nachos. I'm like, I don't want to do nachos. I'm like, I'm at Ballast Point. We weren't really hungry, but we also hadn't eaten, and it was lunchtime. Yeah, go ahead. At Downtown Disney, this was like two days after Magic Keys were released, unlocked, mm-hmm. as it were. Um, there were so many, like, the A-frame signs up mm-hmm. all around the park. Like, we do not sell the Magic Key here in the park. You have to get it online. And everywhere mm-hmm. you looked is this A-frame sign that says mm-hmm. no Magic Keys can be oh. purchased mm-hmm. at the kiosk. Yeah. So that was interesting. Yeah. I did find that interesting. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's yeah, interesting. They, yeah, they, they're not doing that at all. So you cannot convert your ticket, hard ticket there? No. But there, there was still some pretty large lines at the mm-hmm. kiosks, mm-hmm. which I... Yeah. Also thought it was interesting. Yes. Yeah. No offense to anyone, but who buys their tickets at the kiosk? Mm. <laughs> I thought they were dissuading that. They, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think you no. actually there for looks. Like, yeah. in, unless you have an issue with your your credit card got changed and you forgot to switch mm-hmm. it over on your AP, like, mm-hmm. what is the kiosk for? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there was quite there a were. few there long were. lines at yeah. the kiosk, mm-hmm. despite the A-frame. So now I'm like, well, what are you people doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. Because I've never known anyone to buy a ticket at a kiosk unless you had to. Like when we did the $99 Friends and Family, mm-hmm. like, you yeah. had to go to the kiosk for that. That right. made sense. That's why there were such long lines. So I was thinking to myself when we passed there, I was like, why is there lines? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just seemed weird. Well, I mean, I see I have an active ticket right now, and I actually went on the app to see if I could convert it. And I, it wouldn't. there was no way for me to do it. So I think that you have to go through the customer service line, <laughs> okay. which is an absolute nightmare. Those of us that had APs that had to convert our AP over. Yeah. Um, I haven't done that. It was no. not pretty. Uh, having to call customer service and asking for your refund, which eventually went through just on its own. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I had to call customer service to get my refund for the AP that I couldn't use. And it was like, you are number 562 in line. <laughs> Please wait for the next available caller. And it's like, oh. I think I literally put mine on, like, speaker at work and just, like, left it in the corner on low volume. Just corner somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know how that is. So what well, are your I'll thoughts on, are you planning yeah, on getting one, Christy? What was that? Are you planning on getting one of the magic keys? I am really, really torn. <laughs> we, we've had many of discussions about this. So I am now yeah. officially a Southern California resident, which makes me capable of getting the SoCal magic key or whatever mm-hmm. we want to call it. I'm going to still call it the AP. Yeah, sure. Um, but if you look out the blackout dates for that. <laughs> yeah. We did. We did. We did. It is so rough. Mm-hmm. And. I am blessed to have a clinic job right now where I 
virtually work Monday through Friday. I live on an island that I can't get off this rock fast enough. <laughs> um, and, and getting out of here to spend a day, like, if I leave the island, I can't come back that day because it just gets weird. Um, so the amount of time and effort I would have to put into visiting Disneyland, that's like a two-day effort for me. Oh, geez. So I'm probably not going to do it. However, since my son does not listen to the show, um, mm-hmm. I am surprising my son next two weeks. Two weeks from now, we are going to Oogie Boogie. And I had this moment again of, well, I have a two-day pass because we bought the two-day pass a while ago. Do mm-hmm. I convert it? Do I add it to the Southern California pass? Because really, how much of a bigger jump is that if I get the AP at this point mm-hmm. for the SoCal? Because the SoCal is like 560-something, I think. Not even, I don't think. No, SoCal is like 400 bucks, right? Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Um, but the blackout dates are But the blackout dates are, are obnoxious. It's re- yeah, it's pretty bad. And I'm just like... I don't even know if those, those would work for you. I don't think they would. I would have to take days off of you work, would. so then you, you lose totally money. Would. You totally would. I live would. on an island, so I have to literally take two days off work to mm-hmm. do this. I can't just go. Um, and I have to get a hotel room off-island. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably not going to do it. Plus, my daughter and I have these big plans to go to Costa Rica this year, so... Okay. My money is going towards a Costa Rica trip. Understood. Understood. Yeah. But... If the southern, like, if there wasn't such a huge jump between the base, like the very basic level and the SoCal Pass, I probably would just get the basic one. The Enchant. Yeah. I yeah. Whatever yeah. It is. I haven't really believe in dream. Because I was a premium pass holder with AP. Oh yeah. Because the jump wasn't that bad. No. So I was just like, well, I have zero blackout dates and I have free parking. So and Why I had not? Max yeah. Pass before Max Pass was a thing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> because I was, and this was one of my issues is. I have had AP so long that I was um, grandfathered into the Max Pass mm-hmm. and the parking and everything. Oh. We lost all that with yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. So I didn't cancel my AP. I shouldn't lose my Max Pass and my parking you and know, all of my that, stuff. That, that poses an <laughs> interesting question if you can make that argument to them. They, they canceled it for everybody. No, well, I know. you had but... your AP for five years or 25 Damn. years, everybody's starting for baseline mm. because there were certain things that we got grandfathered because when they put in the max pass some of us were already at that premium level yep. we got max pass for mm-hmm. free so i never paid for my max pass i just always had max pass i never paid for the parking add-on it was just brought in and the photo pass because that's where the mm-hmm. max pass came mm-hmm. in right because that was part of my ap package because i had always been at that level mm-hmm. so it just got grandfathered over so now i'm like spoiled <laughs> <laughs> so now i look at the southern california pass and i'm like that's not Time. No, it no. isn't. No, <laughs> we talked about that on when we reviewed it, and how that one is, I think, designed really to try to um, pat down the overwhelming um, local presence of the yeah. We knew the AP was going to eventually come back. There were some talks about the cafeteria plan, which I was very excited for. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, yep. I remember these that. We things to be added on. Mm-hmm. And I was very excited for that. Like the things that matter to me versus things that would matter to those without kids or yeah. those that don't drive or those. That Whoa. Don't what are, need. what are some of those things that matter to you, Christy? Um, I, well, before I moved here, I liked to drive there and I would stay in Buena Park because Buena Park hotels are so much cheaper than Anaheim hotels. Preach. Um, 
And <laughs> one of the cool perks in Buena Park for me is Knott's actually does a first responder discount. Oh. So I get 25% off at Knott's. Oh, nice, nice. So the Knott's Hotel is actually not a bad hotel. At 25% off of their already cheaper than Anaheim deal, I would gladly stay at Knott's mm-hmm. over Motel 6 Anaheim. So the Motel 6 is not bad, but I'm just saying the the Knott's Hotel is actually really nice. And my kids... I've never been. um, No. Since most of your listeners don't know me well, my oldest is autistic. He's very much in love with all characters. Mm. Snoopy is one of his buddies. Okay. And so waking up in the morning and having breakfast with Snoopy is not that much different than having breakfast with Mixie. Mickey. Mixie. Mickey (laughs) for him. Yeah. (laughs) I've had a little bourbon tonight. I'm sorry. That's okay. (laughs) Um, but he loved waking up and having breakfast with Snoopy and Charlie Brown. And, like, those are still good characters to him. I mean, I've grown up on Charles Schultz, so mm-hmm. they're still great characters to meet in the mornings or at dinner. Or we all love the chicken there. Or not mm. in November November through February, first responders get a two-for-one free. So, like, um, I get in free and I get to take one person in for free at Knott's. Between November and February, typically. I don't know how they're running it anymore. I wonder. Mm. Um, which Knott's may not be Disney. It's definitely not Disney. But no. I hung with Knott's the whole time Disney was closed and went to many of the Taste of Knott's theme things that they did there. Yeah, those things looked so awesome from my from my, really from, from my end of things. I yeah, was they envious. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Um, and especially cause you couldn't go to Disney. It was like, well, now what am I going to do with my time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm so accustomed to, granted, I'm so deeply spoiled. I'm so accustomed to coming down here, um, <laughs> once a month for something at Disney. Mm-hmm. Well, if you can't have your Disney, what are you going to do with your time? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'll just go to Knott's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we did the Halloween, fall, whatever they wanted, the, ha- the haunted, Knots taste of knots mm. and knots kind of cheated they got away with it because they're considered a historical uh-huh. landmark yes yes <laughs> um but it was actually really fun and this is honestly something i would not have done normally because i am disney spoiled mm-hmm. um and being from northern california like growing up around I, I grew up at marine world as a kid um and i've gone back now that i'm an adult and like Oh, this is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your rides are all run down. Uh, so I know, Christy, I don't know how old you are, but um, when I grew up, that park. Younger than us, Mark. She's what? Younger than us. Oh, okay. Well, then when I grew up in the Bay Area, um, Marine World was in <laughs> Belmont. Uh, off, actually, it wasn't what? <laughs> that, it was in Belmont. It was oh. in Belmont. It was right like where Oracle is. Um, okay. It's right in that. In fact, that uh, exit is called the Marine World Africa USA exit. Um, um, they may have changed it now, but back then they only had water slides. They had all the um, all the animals and stuff, and a water mm-hmm. ski show. And then when they I remember the water ski show, but when they moved to Vallejo and um, changed outfits to Six Flags, I think it went completely downhill. I grew up with Marine World Africa USA. Yes. I went and there one time. Great America. Okay. I went there one time. Um, and I like I, I talked to most of my friends from Northern California. The demon is almost everybody's first upside down ride. That's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's no ride that will ever compete with what the edge was. 
you are speaking my language. Um, <laughs> these are all things that I grew up with. I and this is I'm old, so um, <laughs> I remember when the demon wasn't the demon. It was called the turn of the century. It was a white, and it had the two corkscrews. And when they added the demon, they added two two vertical loops. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the edge. I remember. When, I remember when they installed the edge, and that was so intense. Um, yeah, it yeah. was the greatest ride ever. And I re- I I remember is like this ten year old kid getting on the edge with my grandma, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> who's now been dead for like thirteen years. Oh shoot! Um, okay. But she was probably the original badass woman. Not that I could say that in a show, but you can those. Um, she, and I remember sitting next to her on this ride and she looks over at us and of course we're all scared kids. Um, and she's just like, okay, this ride's great. You're going to love it. (laughs) And I look over at her grandma, you've never been on this, have you? And she's like, no, but it's great. You're going to love it. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Like she had us for a second, like, oh, we're going to be fine. Grandma's been on this. We've got to be good. Sure. And then, I mean. The stupid things like I remember the quarters. I was gonna ask you about, about the quarters. The edge, you don't understand the quarters. The quarters. I was gonna ask you about the quarters. Those are lost on you. Yep. Yep. Um, this is the equivalent of the gravitron if you're an '80s kid. Uh, uh, <laughs> There's a um, meme out there of me on the gravitron. I gotta find it. Yeah. Okay. Perpendicular to the bed or whatever you the coffin. I don't know whatever you want to call a it. Coffin. I think coffin's more apt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but I remember like the gravitational pull on that stupid thing and yeah. like, getting off of it mind. with a migraine. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I remember getting off of there with my grandma. Like she was just like, that was much different than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. But I also remember like the, what was the acrobat show that they had? The, I don't know how you would word that now because it was before political correctness. Because it was literally called the Asian Acrobats then. Okay. Oh, Chinese at, Acrobats. At Great America? Was it called the Chinese Acrobats? Mm. Something that they called. They had the Acrobat show. And I remember watching that. of like, wow, that's an interesting position. How do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember the show, to be honest. Yeah. And then I remember when they put the dinosaurs in, because I was a dinosaur nerd. Oh, yep, yep. That being a thing there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could, like, hold the baby white tigers. That was the thing there for a while. I don't know. Like, I, I grew up just outside Vallejo, so this was, like, where we would always go. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, but going down to Santa Clara all the time and going to Great America was always my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked. I still like Great America. I took my kids back when my daughter, who is now 18, when she was probably nine, I think it was the last time we went to Great America. Okay. Like, why don't we come here more? Great America is still great. Like, <laughs> why don't we ever go here? Yeah. <laughs> you have Disneyland as well. Because my children are spoiled. Yep. That's why. Oh, no. Hey, I'm not. I'm not countering that one. But yeah. Well, you and I had a great conversation this week, too, when we were when we were at Palace Point, actually. Okay. And we were talking about the we are so spoiled when it comes to Disneyland that the best parts are seeing it through the eyes. of Oh, people yeah. Who have not been that was there. that was a very good conversation. And I had um, just recently spoke with a coworker. He went to Disneyland for the very first time. She's not from California. Um, she went to Disneyland for the first time, actually just recently. Oh, cool. Which I'm scared to go back because I know what Disneyland should be. Mm. And so this has been kind of a, a hold for me. Is, but I don't want to go and be told no to the things that I'm so accustomed to and 
the Disneyland that I know. Like, it's just, it's we just talked, not the same. Yeah, we talked about that. Too. So yeah. getting to hear her experience there and just like, oh my God, and they have this ride and all the lights are off and all you see is the stars. And I'm like, Space Mountain. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Great. But getting to hear her enthusiasm and her excitement for all of the things and mm-hmm. it kind of brings that back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was telling Udi that a couple, when we did the friends and family thing, I had a, a couple of yeah. friends that he's actually met before. Um, that when we were out at Disneyland, when we were doing the friends and family, they went with us for two days. And the first day, they got the friends and family pass for us. And I was like, go be free. Go enjoy Disneyland. Yeah. They'd never been to Disneyland before. Yeah. And I was like, but the rule is if you hang out with my me and my friends, which it was me and Joey. And I want to say Jacob was there. Um, but all of us Disney nerds that know the parks really well, yeah. well for our own good. No, um, no such thing. <laughs> if you hang out with us on our terms, you have to hang out on our terms. Yep. Like there's a specific time to be in each you know area Mark. of you the know park. Mark. Yeah. Like, oh crap, it's 10 o'clock. Get the heck out of Disneyland. Because <laughs> you're about to hit that mass exodus. Mm-hmm. Ver- it's 1045, time to get back in the park. <laughs> Yeah. Because now we're going to go run pirates four times over. There you with go. Never, without ever a line. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and so I was telling my friend Chrissy about this, and she was just like, no, 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 we've got this. We already have our stuff mapped out. Oh, yeah. Selves out. Mm-hmm. And they're first-time Disneylanders. And so getting to watch their experience of without the nerd mm-hmm. brain mm-hmm. with the nerd brain, we rode every ride with you twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we really do know what we're doing. Or when we tell you, don't go to that bathroom, cross over here and go to yep. this one. Mm-hmm. Or use this water fountain. Or go get your, you know, chimichanga over here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yep. It tastes so much better over in this corner. Yeah. But it's come from the same kitchen. It doesn't matter. Yep. It tastes better over here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so getting to see that from my friend's perspective, it... Like, I think it's one of the reasons I'm really holding back of going right now because I don't want to see it pandemic. I, I don't want the pandemic to hit the park more than it already has. Yeah. Mm. And I think there's part of me that is very much scared of going back to the park right now because I haven't gone back to the park since the pandemic. Yeah, it's been and I haven't time. gone in to see what's been shut down, what's changed, what's new, what's... I, I just don't want it to change because everything else in our lives has changed. Mm-hmm. So it's like that one piece of sacred ground that I'm just like, I just want it to be there when I come back. Right. Oh, I fully understand. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> and, and I don't want to be told that I can't go watch whatever dumb show is playing underneath Space Mountain because I'm too lazy <laughs> to avoid the line right now. Oh, you want so, air conditioning. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or, you know, oh, you can't go play in the... Um, animation what am i trying to think of the oh the art of animation yeah art Art of animation there we go yeah because that's my air conditioning spot when i'm overheated that's where i go yeah turtle talk something for an hour Mm -hmm. like i don't want to be told i can't do that because of social distancing (laughs) right i don't want to i was i was reading something because we all read all of this crap on our off time i was reading something and they were like secrets of disneyland (laughs) and it was talking about (laughs) If you go into the Art of Animation building mm-hmm. and you go through Bell's library, <laughs> there's a secret thing. And I'm like, that's not a secret. What is this crap? Yeah. You know, how many, uh, that yeah. is a good question for everybody. How many times you run across that article that says, here are the top 10 things you need to do or the things that are forgotten or, or, or hidden? Yeah, and like, like the no. hidden, 
Bell's Library back there. And I was like, that's not new. That's, that's not new. Forever. Mm-hmm. But it was like, oh, how you can get your guest, um, the character that they do there, that's like your, like you would match this character that's in the Bell's Library. Oh, yeah. And I was like, that's not new. Why is no. this a secret? Why is this? Because so many people, it's not a main attraction. Yeah. So therefore, so many people don't know about it. And I was just, I remember reading this article being like, if they change this because of COVID, I'm going to be really upset. (laughs) (laughs) Like just those stupid things. Mm -hmm. And I, I keep having these thoughts of like, yes, I want to go get the magic key. Yes, I want to do this. But do I really want to go back right now? If I go back for Oogie Boogie, it's different because then it's on special event terms and Mm -hmm. I'm still fine with the choices. Yes. Um, Because I've been to many of special events there. Um, I've been a huge fan of the After Dark Passes. I love the After Dark series. Yeah. So if I go back on those terms, I don't don't feel like I'm missing out on something. Gotcha. But if I go back on main daytime Disneyland Mm -hmm. and I'm told I can't go into the Art of Animation because it's an indoor venue and I live in L.A. County. L.A. County is ridiculous. Orange County is better. L.A. County is still ridiculous. Udi is experiencing that right now. Yeah. Um, I've been spoiled in my lovely Placer County. You can talk crap all you want about our weather right now, but oh my God, the mandates are, oh, it's a different world. We are world. fully mandated here. Oh. Fully mandated And I forget, here. I'm walking through, I'm like, ah, oh, that's right, huh? I forgot I need that. Literally, completely out of Every my... Every time we leave my house, you have your mask in your pocket. I'm like, what? Why? Ah, <laughs> oh, crap. Uh, mm. yeah. um, in, in being a NorCal native, and then being here in SoCal, I keep going home to see my son, and I go back to NorCal, and I'm just like, wait, why are we not wearing masks? Yep. <laughs> What's happening right mm-hmm. now? Um, because I've been here this whole time, and it, it's very different between LA, and, and to be fair, LA County is the last holds barred county in Southern mm-hmm. California. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, for example, we have two boats that come to Catalina Island, one comes out of L.A. County. One comes out of wherever Dana Point is. It's not. A, I think it's Newport. I don't know. Wherever it comes out of, yeah. it's not L.A. County. Didn't have sandpaper? No. <laughs> this is an issue with us, by the way. Um, so wherever this other boat comes from, but it's not uh, L.A. County. And the mandates on the boats are very different. Mm. Oh, jeez. Because on our boat coming here for up until maybe a month ago. You couldn't eat or drink on the boat. You have to wear a mask. Uh, you couldn't have, even in the terminal, you have to have your mask on, even though it's outdoor. Um, like all of these mandates because it's considered public transit. The boat, mm-hmm. the outdoor boat, if you do it correctly, it's mm-hmm. still considered public transit. So it meets these standards. But the, either Newport or Dana Point boat does not have those mandates. Um, which is weird because we get so many people that come here. So Orange County is one of those. Granted, it's right next to LA County. Mm-hmm. The mandates are not the same. Yeah. Oh yeah, I understand so that. Even when we went to um, downtown the other day, it's like mask on, mask off. So we have yep. to wear them outside. Can yep. we go in the store without yep. them? I don't. Yep. Re- we ha- we I just don't that. know the yeah. rules anymore. And I'm a COVID nurse, yeah. <laughs> and I really don't know the rules. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's the irony of this whole thing. I Very do this ironic. for a living. Very ironic. I just need to know what the rules are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm more than happy to follow him because yeah. I'm a COVID nurse. I can tell you all about what we're actually seeing. Mm. Irrelevant right. to right now. But Correct. I just need to know what the rules are today and where yeah. am I at? And gotcha. why are they not consistent county to county? <laughs> yeah, understood, understood. Because <laughs> <laughs> Orange County to LA County is like one street over. Literally, yeah. And it's like, wait, 
So I have to wear a mask at that 7-Eleven, but at this A&P, and I don't. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) All true. true. But yeah, so we had a good time in downtown. Yeah. We went to all the stores. Yep. Um, Wonderground. Once again, disappointed in the merch, and I've said that so many times on the other podcast, on the DU podcast. I've said that so many times that I've just been really disappointed in the merch. You should have gotten that beanie, though. I probably, I found a beanie that said mermaid on it. Hmm. Pretty much the only thing I found that was even purchasable. Um, but yeah, we walked around even a World of Disney. Mm-hmm. And I don't think any of us, either of us, picked up anything mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. remarkable. Yeah, nothing. And, yeah. And in the years I've been going to Disney, I always find something I suddenly need. Yeah, <laughs> that I yeah. Know I need it. Uh, there are a couple <laughs> mugs. Well, actually, there's a no, mug. No, we didn't even find mm-hmm. mugs that we liked. That's true, actually. We found those at home. But oh, not in correct. World of Disney. And correct. I don't think I've ever, up until the pandemic, I don't think I've ever left World of Disney without one thing in mm-hmm. my hand. Even That's... if I carried it around the store for the whole time and then be like, okay, you really don't need that. Yes. <laughs> you still pick up something. Mm-hmm. I am the same way at Pioneer Mercantile in Frontierland. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Randomly, that's me. Ran- Amazon. I'll put stuff in my cart. It has to stay in my cart for twenty four hours before I can purchase it. Yeah, I know. Because uh, <laughs> I, I, I thought there was a little bit thousand Amazon purchases. I, I can attest to that. I've witnessed that already. Yeah. <laughs> I live on an island. The only thing you can purchase here comes through Amazon. Oh, cool. Gotcha. So, <laughs> um, did you go? No, in, I was going to that Star Wars store, that Rainforest Cafe. We did. Go we did. Star Wars well, how? How was? Like, I am. I will be the first. I've never seen Star Wars, so you can hate me now. Um, although Udi did really learn mm. all of my names for all of the characters. I did. Okay. Uh, and he giggled like, yeah, I did. for I'm a long keep, time. I'm going to keep those for me, though. Every character has a nickname. I'm going to keep those for me, though. Um, okay. okay. So I'm a non-Star Wars fan of what yeah. I call them because I'm like, oh, I mean, that's the guy with the asthma, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the guy with the asthma. So every single character has oh a nickname God. of yeah. how I see them. Yeah. Um, I was literally going like, because we're going through the kids section and I'll have the different costume like hey what about that guy what about that guy oh that's that guy from, from a non no she only got one 100 percent correct chewy oh, that was chewy yeah <laughs> yeah that's exactly. chewy, oh, that's chewy. even like, the ewoks like i mean i know who they are i am a product of the 80s so yeah. i know who they are that bare minimum <laughs> um but yeah so we went in that store yep and I, as a not, we, we had this conversation too, as a non-Star Wars person who has never seen the movies, I've seen the middle three, um, whatever came out in the early 2000s, I've seen those. So technically episodes one, two, and three, mm-hmm. um, I think are the ones I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, Jar Jar Binks, which I've been told is the wrong one to watch, mm-hmm. but that's the one I've seen. Um, but But growing up, like, I'm not going to watch those. I am 40 I years think, old. There's no time to watch this. We will have a conversation. I think, I think eight is the wrong one to watch. Oh, no, we're not going to go there. We'll keep on moving. Moving forward. <laughs> okay, well, this. Yes. No. Because she'll check There's out like eight uh, of these? Nine. There's nine. No, I'm still definitely never watching them. Because no. I, I no, no, thought no. I was like six behind. No. Seven. Um. <laughs> Seven, eight, nine. Don't and I, I honestly don't know that I saw the third one of that series. They came out. I, I know I saw the first so episode. I saw Anakin and I saw Jar Jar. So that that's one be, and two. That would be Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Yep. I don't know that I saw three. I saw one and two. Uh, did you see Anakin lose his legs and become Darth Vader? No. Then you did not. 
Okay, so there we go. That was the best um, one of the three, I thought. It was. Which makes sense of why I hate Star Wars. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so all of that being said, when I first walked into Galaxy's Edge with Joey um, and watched Joey cry, I understand what mm-hmm. that meant. Yeah. And having an autistic child who has no perception of reality versus fantasy um, when he first walked into Cars Land, like he was literally walking into Lightning McQueen's home. Mm-hmm. And so, for those of you who grew up on Star Wars, Star Wars, can you talk again? The first, no. I'm not even halfway done with that. The no, first time okay. I walked into Galaxy's Edge, seeing that I was blessed enough to walk in there with Joey and seeing that from Joey's perspective of that was his childhood. So, um, from the perspective of somebody who doesn't give a crap about Star Wars, mm-hmm. Um, seeing Galaxy's Edge for the first time, I was really impressed with how real life it was. So I mm-hmm. felt like I was in another location. I felt like I was like none of this was Disneyland, which I still have an argument with. We um, talked about that, which we talked about. We did. Um, I don't feel it goes there. Not that it's wrong. I just don't think it goes in the Disney Park. Whole another issue. But mm-hmm. walking into Galaxy's Edge for the first time and getting to see it from Joey's perspective was really cool. Like, this is clearly a part of his childhood. Um, Joey cried, and he'll tell you he didn't, but Joey totally cried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he wasn't my only friend I was there with for the first time, and getting to see it from all of these guys that have grown up with Star Wars and their perspective, it was really amazing to see their childhood laid out in front of them in very much real life. Mm-hmm. And so when we went into whatever the store was. An outpost or whatever. I, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. I was honestly really disappointed in the merchandise. It mm-hmm. all seemed very cheap. It all seemed very just thrown together to make some money. Yep. Mm. Um, I agree. And as a crafter myself, like there were so many times I walked around, I could make that, I could make that, I could make that. that it, was, it was very handcrafted. That was a comment. But not quality handcrafted. That, oh, that shoot. Frequent, that was a frequent comment by this one. Okay. Um, I can make that. So I have a laser cutter at home. I can cut through wood. <laughs> and... They had these little magnets. One of the first things we picked up in the store, and mm-hmm. I, I, you'll have to comment on what the magnets were because I honestly couldn't tell you. But they were very poorly done. It wasn't fully cut through the wood. It wasn't engraved. It wasn't the paint matched the engraving. It was just very poorly mm-hmm. cut mm-hmm. into the wood. And so the comment I made to him is, not only can I redo those for you, you know better. but I can do them so yeah. much better. Oh. And this is like an at-home crafter versus Disney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is my argument is I can do this at home. Your Etsy sellers can do this at home for next to nothing for a very easy project. And there's not a lot of graphic designs to Star Wars, unfortunately, because this stuff is very straightforward and very geographical or not geographical, but geometrical. Yeah. Geometrical. Okay. Uh, geometrical. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, but just basic. So redesigning some of their stuff is really easy. And so it's like, okay, this would take me maybe 15 minutes of redesign, followed by a 15-minute cut time, 30 minutes I can have you a better project for cheaper than the one that they're selling at Disney. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I felt like that for a lot of their things. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. As we walked around downtown Disney, randomly, she would have kind of walked by and like, I can do that at home. Well, even the the one that you picked up, the, the wreath that yeah. you picked up in home yep. that I had made the comment on. Mm-hmm. So... There is a Nightmare Before Christmas wreath that has actually been on the market, I want to say, for, for probably three years. Yep. Yep. 
Um, it is a wreath that is done like little felt bone cutouts mm-hmm. that are in this wreath. And maybe some Jack Skellington stuff on the bottom of it. Um, Whatever is very basic design. Very basic design. And I follow a group as a, as a at-home crafter that is like dollar store crafts. Like literally stuff you can buy from the dollar store and repurpose into something else. I'm pretty sure I've seen this exact same wreath done from dollar store materials. <laughs> nice. But they're selling it for, I think it was 40 bucks. Um, 39 40. roughly. I think, yeah, I think 40 bucks. 40, I think 40 or 45. At the, at the, at Disney. Yeah. At the home store. felt wreath. Not even a good quality. Like No, it didn't feel right. Disney good. has had some very good quality stuff that's come out. Like, we had made us, I had made a comment, we'd walk through the dress shop. Um, and there, oh, yeah. there's a lot of beautiful dresses. Mm. Not my style. I am not really a dress wearer, but there's a lot of really cool designs. And what was on the one that I had commented on first? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, I remember was you it going. Tomorrowland? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was Tomorrowland. Blue it was and the, they had, yeah, yeah. The bottom of the skirt was Tomorrowland. And my comment was, I really like the the design of the the artwork on the dress, yeah. but mm-hmm. the, the cut, cuts, yeah. the the fashion design of the dress itself. Who wears these dresses from the fifties? Like, <laughs> I have a cousin who dresses up in amazingly. She's very rockabilly punk. Like that's what she wears every day. Like that's her style. She she rocks it like none other. But other than those very specific people who are wearing this yeah. stuff, very or neat. for dapper. Yeah. Or for what, like, who wears this stuff? Yeah. If you bought niche. this $100 dress, are you ever going to wear Was it for something? Hmm? Oh, I didn't even look at the price tag. Oh. Are you ever going to wear this stuff for something other than dapper mm-hmm. or something other than a specialty occasion? Maybe once a year? Maybe, yeah. Maybe. So I had made this comment that there is a shirt for sale. Over at World of Disney. I was gonna bring that up. It is a Hawaiian shirt style, like because they've gotten into this really like cool Hawaiian shirt style. And it's a yellow shirt and it has hey hey all over it. I love the shirt. I love the shirt, but it's a men's cut. I told her to get. They don't have it in women's cut. They don't have any of these Hawaiian shirts in women's cut. And if they do, they're the stupid little um, midriff shirts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And not that I'm a big girl, but I'm not a little girl. (laughs) Like that's just. I have way too many tattoos for that, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what my problem is, but I'm not showing off my midriff. I'm 40. I'm not showing off my midriff. So I kept, I kept, and I think I had this comment when Joey and I went to Disneyland last, like, I really like this shirt. I don't want to buy it and repurpose it because it was like 60 bucks for this Hawaiian shirt. Mm -hmm. And I really want to buy this shirt because I love the print on it. It is a great shirt. But then I would have to completely redesign the shirt after I bought it to make it a girl's shirt because mm-hmm. yep. men's cut Hawaiian shirt so straight not tapered yeah that yeah. which I mean, I mean I could easily wear it but it's just not what I would want it to be okay so then I kept having this I'm like I might as well go to Hot Topic and buy a knockoff <laughs> for 12 bucks because <laughs> <laughs> it's Hot Topic yeah poorly made because then I can repurpose it and then not feel bad about it and that was just kind of like the scene throughout this whole mm-hmm. shopping mm-hmm. experience in downtown yeah. Disney. Is we kept walking into places. Okay, great, that's awesome. But you can go buy the knockoff. It mm-hmm. seems like better reproduction. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, um, it, it it was crazy as mm-hmm. we yeah over and over and over again. Like nothing ever, even even okay. I love Wonderground. Christy loves we Wonderground. We were impressed with Wonderground. Nothing. This time. Nothing. We, 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 I mean, we made. 
I mean, you made the comment, and we both kind of said, like, we're super happy that Wonderground is back. Yeah. But as you walk in the store, it, it felt like a... It was very girly from the start. Like, there was very okay. princessy. Yeah. And that's what I started to say earlier about the AMC. There's something weird princess happening, yeah, and I don't know what that is yet. They're doing a theming for it or a tribute or whatever. The whole downtown Disney area is getting a Disney theme. Yeah, for, for the princesses, I believe. But... Since we're on that topic, we walked through the AMC area, mm-hmm. and there was many of poster up with different princesses, and there was a, like, the stand in front of Mural of Moana mm-hmm. that said, you know, part of our Disney princess series, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it was, like, fan art, maybe? Hmm. It wasn't Disney art. It was, no. like, maybe a fan art. Maybe. Of, uh, like, a Mural of Moana. Yep. But it was part of the Disney princess series is all it said. Yep. But you walk through the AMC area, and it's all Disney princesses, mm-hmm. which made me wonder if they're going to bring Ariel's Grotto, old Ariel's Grotto, mm. princessing, to what used to be the AMC theater. Wow. Interesting. Because it's really what it looked like. Yeah. It really did. And and even I, like, we're kind of walking by, and I went, hold on. And I turned around. Yeah, and we like, had to go, like, walk like, through. I'm like, no, now I'm going to go look if I can see anything. And you can't. Yeah, you could, but it was just like a lot of banners and signage that was Disney princess, whatever. Mm. Um, But it looks like they're about to turn that area into a Disney princess theme. Something. Wow. I I keep our eye on that, I guess. See what's going on in there. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to find out what what they're going to do there. Mm. But um, we've had conversations this week, too, of like... uh, single mom, two kids. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get asked all the time, like, how do you afford Disney with your two kids? And one of the things was, is like, we never really, we did those character dinners, but there was one per trip and mm. like running Disney on a budget and how to do that. Like there are things that you do and you're, you're a dad too. So you've probably run into this many yeah, times. Dad, two daughters. <laughs> yeah. Like, your your kids never went through with the I can have anything I want in this park. No, that's not yeah, how this what, park works. How no. you <laughs> what she did is brilliant. And, yeah. and so my kids were always taught like anytime we went to the park, if it was a you know we usually never go more than three days um, because we're from California. But it was you're given a fifty dollar gift card, mm-hmm. and that fifty dollar gift card covers anything other than your one treat a day. So if you wanted two churros today, mom will pay for one. Mm-hmm. You're getting the other one yourself. Right. Um, right. <laughs> on your gift card. Mm-hmm. Or if you wanted to, I remember when my daughter was probably six, she bought the big Disney castle <laughs> because she had saved up her gift cards from like three different trips. To wow. Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> and was just mad because she couldn't ever have her churro that she wanted. Um, but she bought this stupid castle that I think she played with maybe twice. Oh. <laughs> but That's I was always guess. like, I'm not spending $100 on a freaking toy um, that you will never, ever see. And sure enough, she never, ever saw. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. But my kids are always, like, they, to this day, they're 18 and 20. And they're like, do we get our 50 bucks when we go to Disney? <laughs> Is that still qualified? I'm yeah. <laughs> and have learned how the workarounds are. Like, And the answer is what to that? <laughs> uh, they haven't been to Disneyland in a year and a half. So okay. when they were below 18. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I'm taking my son to Disneyland for the first time. And my son is very much on the autistic I, spectrum. So I'm, he'll probably get his 50 bucks. I'm so excited. My daughter for works for a living. Yeah. So I'm sorry, kid, your 50 bucks is out. Yeah. You you take your own 50 bucks. 
Um, I'm super excited for both of you, by the way. Um, But my daughter got to go. Like, we went to Disneyland right before the closure. We went to the Pixar After Dark. Oh. I remember that, yeah. She still got her 50 bucks. (laughs) So... (laughs) So yes and no. Yeah, understood. I think, um, I think people are gonna be getting fifty bucks. So we'll we'll see we'll see Can how it goes from no? here. Um, but my kids are smart enough now to figure out too because like, if I had a treat, I would share it with them. Mm-hmm. So like, if I wanted a churro, I will not eat a full churro, so they could have the other half of my churro. Oh, okay. Um, so my kids are smart enough to figure out like if we just hold out long enough, mom will finally want something. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um. But we also, like, I, I jokingly call them the emu legs. I'm sure there's many people who have yeah. loved that term lately. <laughs> I've heard that so many times. Yeah. Uh, but they will feed a family of four. <laughs> we are a family of three. So uh-huh. the three of us can eat while Nikki's Wheel of Death will sit there and get yeah. the, the emu, emu legs there. And while waiting in line, eat through the leg. By the time we get to the ride, we're ready to throw off the remnants of it. It's yeah. <laughs> all good. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. So we don't need to do the whole princess dinner. Um, but I will say those of people that who do the, who are on the fence of if they should, I very much remember from my kids, like sixth birthday doing the Goofy's kitchen. And still the one I recommend to this day. Mm-hmm. Goofy's kitchen was the best character experience we mm-hmm. ever had of all. We, we did them all um, unless they would bring back the, um, the railroad, the all you can eat barbecue. Oh yeah. But yeah, that that's a whole new point. But uh-huh. doing Goofy's Kitchen with the kids, like all of the characters that came through. So whether you're a Princess fan or a Fab yeah. Five fan, or the Mad Hatter came through there. I think we had Blue come through there. Like Blue, really? Yeah, like characters you wouldn't even remember suddenly showed up at the character dinner, and I remember my kids just lit up because it's like, oh, Alice is here. That's fine holy crap, that's blue. Um, or, you know, some random character would walk through, oh, yeah. Chip and Dale are here, which are kind of Fab Five, but not kind of Fab mm. Five. Like, they're still they're part periphery. of the classics. They're the periphery. Um, mm. But I remember my kids, like, loving that dinner versus the Ariel's Grotto one we did, or we did, um, what was the one we did? The, the Sorcerer's one when they did the Sorcerer's meal. Oh, um, crap. Yeah. I never did them, so I don't remember. We did that one, too, mm. when we were little. There was a sorcerer one. Um, but I still have this, like, amazing picture of my son holding his sister's birthday cake and the Mad Hatter and Alice and next to him, and he's just got this, like, eyebrows up, just so excited to be standing here. <laughs> Mad Hatter. Probably, kid probably doesn't even remember seeing Alice in mm-hmm. Wonderland, but he knew that they were pretty big deals to him. Oh, yeah. So nice. Um, it'll be interesting to see how all of this comes back after pandemic. Uh-huh. Yeah how we bring back some of these experiences for our kids mm-hmm. um, and our kids' kids now, now that we're all old. Kids, kids. Um, I don't want to think about that. No. Um, <laughs> new, new, new. Uh, but getting to experience those things again and through new people's eyes and us getting to, I know you and I talked about the wee man um, and getting to secretly tell children who were throwing fits in front of Indy, like, hey, mm-hmm. did you know that we oh, have yeah. leprechauns here? Oh, I know. That was a great story. Yeah. <laughs> um, I There was a mom who was, her kid was losing it in front of Indy one day. And I was sitting, I was waiting for something. I think I had friends at Pangle or something. Oh. And just ha- happened to be sitting in front of the tree. 
And this little kid was losing their crap. And I leaned over and I was like, hey, did you know that there's leprechauns here? <laughs> <laughs> nice. And getting to share, again, part of being a nerd and understanding mm-hmm. the magic of Disney, like with this little kid who was not okay. Um, the Wee Man, which so many people to this day don't know don't where that have is. no idea. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting to have that nerd moment of, hey, there's leprechauns here. Leprechauns, um, yeah. <laughs> And the kid's like, What? what do you mean there's leprechauns here? And so like the mom was just so grateful that someone else took the time to acknowledge their kid who was having a tough time. Mm-hmm. And the kid was so excited that I was like, Oh, you know, this is real. Like it's right there. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we forget how real this is to so many people. And I think that that's what I keep kind of going back to. Not so many of our conversations is one of the reasons I don't want the magic mm-hmm. key because I don't want to be told I can't do the things yep. I used to be yep. able to do. And so many times we've gone back to the, I don't want to experience it different than what I've known it for so yeah. long. Oh yeah. Because it's home. It's, it's kind of like going back to your parents' house and they've kicked you out of your room. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. this is not what it's supposed to be. I don't want to sleep on the couch. This is right. Right. Um, and that's kind of how it feels to me of like, I think that's why I'm so hesitant on this magic key thing yeah. because there are so many parts of Disneyland. I know so well that it is home, yeah. that it is this childhood upbringing even though i didn't start going until i was like 18 um but there is this sense of i know this place so well and i've been here so many times and i know all of the ins and outs including where to use the restroom and where to use mm-hmm. the water fountain which chimichanga to get <laughs> that i don't know those things anymore mm-hmm. because it's all changed in the last yeah. year and a half maybe yeah. you'll have some muscle memory for that when you go there hmm. it's not me i'm worried about. yeah oh, okay it's them, it's them. okay <laughs> and do they keep the good chimichangas yeah. over by Big Thunder. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, right. Those are the best uh, churros, too. <laughs> like, well, right are now. we going to go back to the park and find out, like, the chimichangas are now over in Cardland? Like, that's not where chimichangas go. No. There's chimichangas yeah. there. Yeah. They don't go at the Cozy Cone. That's where you get the mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. This is all screwed up. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the thing is there there are a lot of things that have changed and I've been I went to the park at uh what a month after reopening maybe and that vibe I mean I made the comment before on the show that while there was a big part of me happy to be there there was that other big part of me that was like man this it's good but it's bad Mm. I knew I wasn't going to go until opening like full 100% capacity like that, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't go and see as much as the limited number sounds amazing. Yeah. No, <laughs> that remember. just is a great plan. Yeah. But remember we had that conversation, remember after I came back and, and then we were kind of talking about that, like how the park was. And I kind of went and you would kind of mention that maybe you're thinking about going and I kind of went, uh, I don't know. Well, and I look at it from this perspective, like we've all been in that, um, adventure land area mm-hmm. before after the remodel mm-hmm. of that area mm-hmm. and it's great now that the space is widened mm-hmm. and you're not stepping on strollers every time you walk through yeah, there and you're not like trying to excuse me excuse me excuse me i just want to go to pirates yeah. get the hell out of my way yeah. i don't care what you're trying to do at bangle like just get <laughs> <away>. <laughs> um, yeah but now that you can walk through there and it's not congested it feels weird it's not wrong. Kind of. It just feels weird because I'm so 
again with the muscle memory, I'm so used to walking through there and having that crowd there. Yeah, and doing and that. I walk through, and I'm like, "That's Tarzan." I don't remember the last time I even looked at Tarzan's <laughs> stupid house. That I don't want it to go anywhere, but I don't. I don't mm-hmm. remember the last time I ever went on it. Why is it still here? Right. Um, what things have we changed? Why is that still here? <laughs> um, but you've gone through it so many times, and you haven't been able to look at those things because it's been mm-hmm. so crowded, um, or the having to know where the secret line is at the Dole Whip station versus now, <laughs> like everybody knows that and it kind of sucks, but you can yeah. just go inside the new place and order them there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like some of that knowledge is now lost. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like, and again, it's that part of home that's changed. Like it's that part of this is what we know. I know when I walk into Adventureland, it's going to be a shit show. <laughs> I know when I walk through there, I'm going to have to try to kill at least three parents with their strollers because they're walking in a four by four stack with a stroller in front of them, not paying attention to where they're going and just running over your ankles. Like you just know that that's going to be a part of your process. Yeah. Oh yeah. So when you walk in there, and suddenly there's room to move and you're like, well, this is weird. <laughs> like I can walk and I can get to pirates without fighting my way through. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, fantastic is going. So what can I walk through here right now? I know, right? And so it's just weird. And I think that that's what's part of my hesitation right now. It's just, it's just, it's not wrong. It's just weird <laughs> because yeah. I'm so used to the crowds. I'm so used to, I mean, look at us all that have developed the fast past Mm-hmm. Um, or the max pass, like, pass. Yep. um, habit. Um, I have a disabled child. I've got to double down. I've had max pass with a disabled pass. Like it's been great. And now I'm like, oh, shit, no, I don't need either one of those. Right. Yeah. Um, like, this is weird. <laughs> what do I do with this information? Mitch. And I don't know how it works yet, but I also know that it's no longer necessary. And so I'm having these moments of, is it better? maybe but it's not the same and so again it's like that sleeping on your parents couch like at some point you'll grow out of this home and you'll no longer need these you don't need your safety blanket that you had since you were two <laughs> which is the crowd adventure land for me like yeah yeah i just know it's going to be there so yeah. you're just fine with it it's your creepy uncle that you know wants to kiss you under your creepy aunt in your case it wants to kiss you on the cheek you just know it's going to be an issue <laughs> so you just don't care anymore you're just there mm. so now that it's you know the creepy aunt's not going to be there you're just like huh well that's weird i kind of yeah. miss this creepy aunt yeah. all of a sudden <laughs> like, where'd she go <laughs> why are you not here the holidays just aren't the same um so i think that that's some of like disneyland has built so much weird nostalgia for me and so much weird like you're just used to these things yeah. mm-hmm. that they're suddenly gone yeah. and for whatever reason like we still don't have a grasp of what's happening in the real world so mm-hmm. this for this to change our our safety world because mm-hmm. um, Disneyland to us nerds is absolutely this fictitious world yeah. we all live in and we can all group in and Correct. I mean look at this family we've built of Sacramento nerds mm-hmm. yeah uh, <laughs> So we know that there's others out there like us. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because um, we're this weird, tight-knit family of what, four different podcasts from Sacramento. Yep. <laughs> that involve <laughs> this tight, weird group. Yeah. That if we're in Sacramento, they're all over. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's that changing of home for all of us. Yeah. Well and put. again, it's not bad. It's just different. Yeah. 
and I don't normally have anxiety, but I suddenly have this, well, I don't want to go to the holidays with the creepy aunt, whatever there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not the same. The holidays are different without going, oh my God, she's weird. Yeah. Um, and that that's my lack of lines in Adventureland. And I, but although from what I saw this week, those are still there. Yeah. There was a lot of people at the gates. We did walk to the gates. Yep. We mm-hmm. did go on the, oh, the Esplanade, by the way, is under construction. Yeah, they have the middle. Mm. Something is happening yeah. there. So the, the Magic Disney walls are up. Yep. Over the tiles. Yep. Great. Yep. So, I have no idea. Whatever they're building there is, is Esplanade, Esplanade, Plaza. Esplanade. Esplanade. Yeah. Um, so whatever they're building, <laughs> whatever they're building there. Um, has the pardon our dust sign mm. over it. Yep. And the magic Disney walls. Um, yep. All in decorations are up uh, on the... Uh, oh, yeah, on yeah. California. Yep. There was Oogie Boogie was up on California, but not on Disneyland. Yep, nothing mm. over there yet. But, yeah. And there really wasn't that much holiday merch out. Mm-hmm. Nope. Which is surprising, because, like, here in Southern California, our, our lucky Safeway whatever is Vaughn's. And we have holiday merchandise already in our Vaughn's grocery store. Interesting. Which Disney is usually the first to hit the mm-hmm. bat there. Um, and I don't think we saw anything. There was a lot of 2021 merchandise. Yep. yep. Which I struggled with because my daughter graduated class of 2021. And we went in June to downtown Disney. And there was not one single item of class of 2021 merchandise. They had no, more it was now, still yeah. in May. It was still in May when I was messaging you about yep. that. Yep. Because it was right yeah, after her birthday. And then we, yeah. I and there's not <laughs> any class of 2021 merchandise there. Oh, a fail. Which I thought it was weird because don't kids usually graduate May, June? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The unused, not one the class of 2021. Yeah. And I will say when my son graduated class of 2020, we went in like September and all of the merchandise for class of 2020 was buy one, get one. <laughs> Nobody mm. wanted 2020 mm. anything. Jeez. <laughs> the year to forget. Um, so yeah. he had like cool socks that say 2020 on them because they were buy one get one i think i bought his graduation ears and some socks and a cup or something and i think it paid like 10 bucks for all three <laughs> we couldn't Jeez. find anything for my daughter yeah yeah and um, we and one and we and, all looked yeah we, we were looking that was like the main and their drive. 2021 merchandise was not not good good yeah. it's very epcot Eve. Um, yeah good way to put it um like that that weird font that they use for everything Epcot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know how to explain that different. Like very bright and colorful. Not not in a bad way, just not bright and colorful. Classic Disney. Yeah. It was Epcot. It just looked like it belonged in the other parks. Hmm. Not yeah. ours. Take this back yeah. to Florida where and, you go. And you made that comment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. A lot of princess stuff out. Mm-hmm. But really, I didn't feel like... like I'm usually a World of Disney fan. I mean, this whole episode apparently has been about downtown Disney. Um, (laughs) I I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently what we're talking about when you asked what I wanted to talk about. Well, that's fine. Um, You can cut all of this out, Mark. You have my permission. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But we went to World of Disney, and I didn't feel like anything was really themed. And usually when you go through there, there's Mm -hmm. like a princess theme or a movie theme or a Halloween, Halloween theme or something. And it just felt like random merchandise mm. throughout the store. Yep. Like that there was no set. It was like, okay, look at our car stuff over here. Look at our little girl stuff over here. Mm. Look at our Star Wars stuff over here. Like nothing seemed like that middle main area typically has one or two sections that are like, oh, mm. haunted mansion. Although I did make, they had Hocus Pocus stuff. 
they did. We, and they had Nightmare Before Christmas correct. stuff. And I had made the comment of, I don't like either one of those being here because Disney did not want part of either one of those movies until it became kind of this weird cold ball. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to take a quick break and go do the randomizer because the randomizer just shows up whenever it wants to. Um, so with this, we get to keep an attraction. We get to uh, modify an attraction with details, and then we get to remove an attraction. That's how it works, right, Udi? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have a list of all the attractions between DCA and Disneyland. Um, we randomly select the top three that come up, and here's the music. Okay, there, there's the music. <laughs> and the top three are, um, oh, yeah, this is good. Indiana Jones Adventure, Temple of the Forbidden Eye, Soaring okay. Around the World, and um, the Mad Tea Party. And this is the attraction, not the... Not the defunct show. Which we, oh, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we get to keep easy one. Easy enough, though. I can, I can do this easy. I am keeping Mad Tea because that's history and that can't go anywhere. Um, Soren, mm-hmm. is it currently around the world? It says Soren around the world. Okay, then I'm going to change that one okay. because okay. I prefer Soren over California, especially if you're going to be in California Adventure. Right. So we're going back to California. And honestly, you and I had this discussion on your Jeep or on your golf, golf cart tour. Is Indy really needs a lot of work? Yeah, Indy can go. We were talking about that. It can go. Indy can go. Oh, okay. Oh. Indy doesn't necessarily belong there. That's very Universal Studios ride. Mm. Indy could be something else. Um, mm. Indian like outdoor adventure Jurassic Park to me like granted mm-hmm. Jurassic Park at Universal Studios is not as a water ride we had this conversation but we were riding around here and kind of leaning in the golf cart the other mm-hmm. day and I was like it's very Indiana Jones mm-hmm. except for when I first started riding Indiana Jones you had stuff that actually mm-hmm. touched you yes um you had the darts that would feel like they were mm-hmm. actually hitting you not you the just pew. hear the air yeah the pew. <laughs> like I, I hear the air I don't feel yeah you don't anymore. feel you don't feel that um, the the spears would actually move the walls would close in mm-hmm. like things would actually queue. happen in the queue that ride's gotta go like i get that you were built in the late 90s but we're done with you like oh man okay <laughs> it just yeah. needs redone completely well i think and it's yeah. just so broken down i don't you know i don't think i told you this but i um uh-huh. uh but uh-huh. when we we're having that conversation um i think jess is uh friends with um uh, a, a CM who's a little bit higher up in the chain. Okay. And that at that time, this was pre pandemic, mind you, that um, they were running the ride again, running the attraction again, and trying to decide what we got to beef up or what we got to. Um, well, no, remember, remember, back to. there was a budget they had already talked about getting that, there, it was going to go offline for a while and, yeah. and redo some stuff. In yeah. there, it really needs to be done. I remember writing it in '97, and I remember like the first time you wrote it, you had like the the cards that they gave you that you could work on the hieroglyphics. Yes, that's on an app now. The yeah. little like decoder thing, right? But we mm-hmm. have the decoder thing, yeah. and it made more sense. And mm-hmm. like I said, I remember walking through the queue for the first time, and there was like the certain tiles you would step on that would make mm-hmm. the wall shrink in mm-hmm. on you, or the spears mm-hmm. go, or something weird would happen. Yeah, None of you, that works yeah. anymore. No, I don't think it does. And no. you're stuck in that queue for so long. Um, and then when you get to the temple part where, like, you have to, the forbidden eye or whatever, and they go through the whole thing, <laughs> like, that could be 
so much better. And if you look at the way we're doing rides now, and you and I were talking about whatever the new Star Wars ride is, right, but so I don't know okay. where the ride starts mm-hmm. and where the queue starts. Mm-hmm. Like there's such, they've done such a good job that you don't know when you're actually on the ride and out of the queue. Oh the, yeah. The, why can't we do that with Indy? Like there's so much potential there to make that this complete immersive. And I remember when I was 17 and went to, I rode that ride um, for the first time. And I remember it being like this, wow, this is cool because everything moves and everything interacts and everything is part of it. And now you just go through and you're walking for days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My feet hurt. Through these caves that make no sense. Yeah, yeah. Not anymore, yeah. Until yeah. you pull the rope and you pull the rope. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude's stuck in a tunnel. Cool, whatever. And then you move on. And then it's like, okay, well, if you go on this lane, you're going to get stuck there forever. So you pick the right lane mm-hmm. and you go up and over. Yeah. And then you end up right here. And then they choose your number. And then you ride this ride that's half broke down most of the time. Half the lights are out most of the time. You miss chunks of the ride every single I don't remember the last time I rode this and went, Wow, everything was working this time. It's always the rats aren't on, or the spears aren't <laughs> blowing, or the smoke isn't there, yeah. or your car breaks down, or mm-hmm. something. I mean, something is always wrong with that ride. Or I can't tell you how many times I've been on it and it's broken down mid ride and mm-hmm. you just don't get the whole ride. And so it's like maybe it's time to retire that one and put something else in there. Okay, like, so you're gonna get rid of indie. You want to be. You want to be. Mad tea is just mad tea. Like you can't go to Disneyland without expecting the teacups there. That's like, true. Yep, yep. Like you just that it's just the teacups. I mean, how many photos do you have of your childhood, uh, of even not you but your relatives that were at the teacups? Like that's that nostalgic Disney. It's kind yep. of like Dumbo. Like we may not ever ride Dumbo again. But that's part of that Mark marketing. Mark can't. Yo, I can t- <laughs> yeah. But that's part of what we know of Disney. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. go yeah. into Disney, you know yeah. Dumbo's going to be there. How, how many pictures, how many pamphlets, how many brochures had Dumbo? The Dumbo. Oh, no, yeah, those countless. Just have to be part of it. Mm-hmm. I'd get rid of most of that whole Fantasyland area before I got rid of the, the teacups. Mm. Like... Those have to stay there. Yeah. Those in the have to stay. Get rid of the damn castle for all I care. Um, Ooh, well, you can word. change the castle, but the castle, most people don't even realize you can walk through there and that there's an experience in there. That's yeah, true. But most people don't realize that that's actually in it, like an immersive thing. It's a it's really, just, it's a really cool there's thing. There's a castle. You walk yeah. through the tunnel. No, you could actually go into the castle we, we and learn Sleeping Beauty's story. Yeah, like it's, it's in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But most people don't realize that there's actually something in that mm-hmm. castle. It's just a gate that you walk through and propose in front of it. Like that's what you do there. <laughs> like, that's all it's there for. Right. Um, so like I said, I would, I would get rid of so many things outside of fantasy land before those teacups. I don't know. That's just me. Okay. Okay. Soren's one of my favorites, but I prefer Soren over California, so that just made it easy. Oh, I do too. Like, oh wait, which one is it? Right. Let's go back to California. Right. But that actually made more sense to me, anyway, because if we have Soren in California and we have Soren in Florida, why would we not have Soren over the world in that whole world experience? Yeah. Over there in Florida, versus the California Adventure one that should be just California. I agree. Yeah, totally. Yeah. If we have both of those experiences, I think that it should be broken down. Make our rides a slightly different. <laughs> I agree. Okay, but I would, like the California one better. 
Udi, you're up with those. All right. Um, well, while her arguments are uh, correct, <laughs> I'm going to give you interesting. You are. How many times have you told me I was right this week? Uh, <laughs> zero. <laughs> um, so what I would do um, is talking about India, and it's funny because yeah, like she said, we did have that conversation about what isn't working, what hasn't been working. And so to me, you keep indie, um, you keep indie, but there is, you know, she is not wrong with the fact that a lot of it isn't up to snuff anymore. Um, nowhere near opening day. Um, and that has been a problem for a very, very long time. So while I kind of get her point of view, I'm like, hell no, that ain't going. Um, so no, indie stays. Would I prefer a fully operational indie from from Q through? Hell yeah. I would much prefer that. So that would be my thing. Now, I brought up um, Soren before. Um, You you brought up what? We've we've talked about Soren before. Oh, Soren, okay. Yeah, and, and I made the comment, yeah, because... Christy is right about California being Soren over California is better without a doubt. And maybe we're biased because we're all from California, but that when they went to, when they went to uh, Soren over the world, to me, it lost a, a bit, you know, not nearly as good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is where I changed it. I made the comment before that I wouldn't mind it as much if they did the queue or they did the attraction where you didn't know which one you're going to get. Yep. I would you agree. You jump in like, am I going over the world or am I going over California? I would love that. I think it would add a, a, <laughs> a cool little mystery, you know, that people would then, you know, people like us would start trying to figure out like, Oh, if I go here and this, you know, and try to figure out the, it's kind of like when you're doing guardians and you try to figure out which, which exactly. door gets you, yeah, which exa- song. Yeah, exactly. So we would do that. Um, so that unfortunately leaves, you know, Matt Hatter. Um, what, well, no, but the Matt see, tea party. I, yeah. The Matt tea party. The only reason that, I mean, again, her arguments aren't incorrect, but I just wouldn't keep it. He meant to say it was right. No, there you go. No. <laughs> I said what I said, and I meant what I said. Um, so, yeah, I, I would get rid of that one. Hmm? You're fine. Just keep talking. Okay. <laughs> moving now? Okay. So, oh, we're moving a little bit. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that is what I would do. Okay. What right on. What about you, Mark? Um, let's see. I think you have to keep the Mad Mad Tea Party just because of its just because of its heritage um, and its aesthetics. A part of the whole park. Um, not my favorite attraction or anything. Anything I go on at all, but it adds so much. And when that thing is not running, you definitely miss it. Uh-huh. You, you miss the music. Um, I am gonna just get rid of throwing over the world. <laughs> And I'm gonna modify. I'm gonna modify Indiana Jones in the fact that it just needs to get. It needs. To, it needs the treatment that it deserves. So. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. You agree? Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, now you gave her a little bee in her bonnet. There you a go. Feather in her cap. There you go. 
Okay. Well, okay. So be, before we sign off, we're gonna get Christy to do her um, her top five uh, we're, we're questions here. So we're gonna yeah, get, the get, five questions. We always yeah. ask our guests this here. Okay, Christy. The first get the first answer is what is your essential Disneyland first question? That's whatever. Yeah. Okay. What was the question? I'm sorry. He's interrupting you. Okay. What What is your essential Disneyland attraction? Um, I have to go in the Tiki Room every single time. It's always the Tiki Room. I can miss other parts of my trip, but it's always the Tiki Room. Interesting answer. We haven't got mm-hmm. that. Uh, I don't think we have ever. Yeah. No. It's been weird and unusual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite food or an, and or place to eat? Mm-hmm. So, okay, favorite uh, restaurant and favorite snack. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I have a favorite restaurant because it changes okay. depending on who's with me. Okay. No, but I don't eat there that much. Right. I haven't eaten there awesome. since the kids were kids, like little. Um, <laughs> I honestly think we do turkey legs almost every single trip, even though it's not my favorite. Okay. Like I said, it eats a family of four quite easily. So being budget conscious, <laughs> that one has always been a favorite just because I can feed all of the kids. Um, but we always go for a Dole Whip. And I will still say that the Dole Whip is my favorite food. Okay. Um, favorite restaurant um, is no longer there. So I the, miss the Big Thunder. Big Thunder Ranch barbecue. Yeah, mm-hmm. I miss the barbecue because, and again, part of that was being budget friendly, mm-hmm. and I could feed my kids and then some. Yes, you uh, could. But yeah, I, but the ambiance there was just fun. It was kind of a quiet place, and having an autistic kid, like you can really recognize having the kind of quiet, off the path place. That most people didn't even realize it was back there. I know, right? Um. And I just miss the family atmosphere, mm-hmm. um, which we use Golden Horseshoe for that now. Um, yeah. Kind of quiet place. We'll go upstairs in Golden Horseshoe, and it's kind of your off the path. Um, but I miss that aspect of it. So that that has always been my friend. It's no longer there. Yeah. <laughs> another thing that was awesome about the Big Thunder Ranch. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, another thing that was awesome about the Big Thunder Ranch is like – uh, getting into the fall season with the with all the you know Halloween co- yeah. colors and pumpkins and uh, yeah it was so great back there yeah there was there was just a lot of like I said like when my kids needed a break even even my non autistic child when she needed a break um, mm-hmm. everything else was so busy and chaotic you can go back there and it's like okay let's go pet the goats for a second mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like <laughs> yeah let's let's go eat some beans in a con- and a lunch pail. I don't know. Like, what <laughs> That's what it was. Or yeah. a sand pail, like whatever it was, or, you know, cornbread yep. on your table. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Let's listen to grandpa sing some, you know, stuff that you hear in cars land now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just a nice place to kind of kick back. Yeah, for sure. Okay. N- next question. Uh, do you like the daytime or the nighttime better? Why? And if at night, any particular place you'd like to be when it's dark? I think that each area of the park has its own preference. Um, I love Cars Land at night. I think Cars Land is amazing at night. Mm -hmm. I like being in kind of Main Street first thing in the morning because you see kind of people just so excited to be in the park. Mm -hmm. Um, And don't get the rundown kids that are just screaming and throwing tantrums already (laughs) when you're you're at rope drop. 
Um, so I kind of like both aspects in different areas. Um, I, I just like seeing that first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, we've been big fans of we'll go first thing in the day, a little after lunch, we'll go back to the hotel and take a nap and then come back at night. And I still think, to be honest, my favorite time in the park is the midnight run, um, which is kind of the AP thing, like doing that yep. 11 to 12 you got to go ride Pirates in Haunted mm-hmm. in Indy one more time. And mm-hmm. we, you know, just have always finished with the Jungle Cruise. It's always been our last because it's that, like, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off thing. Um, <laughs> but it's just one of those, like, stupid things that you end up doing. Um, and most people don't know about the midnight run mm-hmm. that you can, as long as you're in the queue, <laughs> they yeah. can't tell you no. Yeah. Um, and I've had some cool opportunities and met some really cool people in those midnight runs. So Nice. Solid answers right there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could have attended the opening of any attraction, what would it have been? Ooh, that one's tough. Um, we only ask the tough questions here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to stick with Pirates. Mm. And because, why? Because I'm the sea life nerd. Um, <laughs> but I think that, and again, you and I just talked about this, like, the, the thought that went into that ride mm-hmm. and the history that went into that yep. ride, like what we know about it now yeah. um, and what it meant to Walt to be designing parts of that, mm-hmm. um, like to have his own hand in that and not just the Imagineers, like he had his own portion of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that for me, like granted there are other rides there that have that same, but it was Pirates. And not in the same fashion that Pirates was designed and the the hand that he had in it. So getting to see, you know, and Udi and I were talking about this earlier, that Walt was not just a Disney pioneer. Mm -hmm. He was an entertainment pioneer. Right. Um, And getting to see what he had in that ride and his excitement for what was coming to the table. Like, you know, having been able to see that on its opening day in its full glory before we changed it so many times, like yeah. what did it really look like? The script was different. Mm-hmm. The ride was different. Um, the animatronics were different. Yeah. Like yeah. what we know of it now is not even close to what it was yeah. right. on opening day. Right. And so getting to see his vision of it, I think would have been really cool because yeah. we got to see parts of that at D23 when I went a couple of years ago. Um, and we got to see the script originally and we got to see some of the animatronics from it. You would not even recognize them because this is not pirates that we know today. And the script was so way off then. I mean, I can go on, I can recite most of the pirate script to you now, um, word for word on the songs and what they say through the ride, but on opening day, it was very different, mm. but it's just that Disney nerd of me that appreciates Walt's story. Gotcha. Yeah. Solid answer right there. Okay. <laughs> Another one. All right. This is the last question. Uh, it's like one in the morning and I still have solid answers. We're good. You're good. Yeah. Yes. Um, if you, oh. if you were to show a guest, what attraction or area of the park best symbolizes what the park is about, where or what would it be? Um, that whole new Orleans square. Uh, Mm. a lot of that area for me with Haunted and Pirates because you still get the awe that is being in Disneyland because our rides are so much different than anywhere else. Mm. You still get the history and the nostalgia and the this was built so long ago with 
so much imagination and in, in that inspired all of this. Um, so it, it's like the, it's not like Tomorrowland where Tomorrowland, I will admit is very much run down. Um, <laughs> needs some work. Yeah. A lot of work. Um, it, it's not that it's not Frontierland where it's meant to be set in time. It's not the fantasy land where it's meant to be built for little kids. Most of us don't even think about Toontown anymore because we haven't been there since we were five. Hmm. Uh, so it, it's very much that whole New Orleans Square area that we grew up there. The rides are still relevant. Um, if they need changes, they don't need a lot of changes to be up to par with what we expect them to be. There's still some cool history and nostalgia there. Um, but it is absolutely what we see as a park. You can still get lost in that area and it's Disneyland. Like you cannot go to Disneyland and not be in that area at one point. That's true. It's just part of who we are. Mm-hmm. I can go to Disneyland absolutely and miss Fantasyland. I can go to Disneyland and absolutely miss Frontierland. I can go to Ooh. Disneyland and absolutely miss some of these other areas, but I can't go and not go to New Orleans Square. Okay. And that's what you would show someone. Yeah. Awesome. Great answers. I always find them to be very interesting because everyone has a completely different perspective and different importance. And I just, I, yeah, I love it. So good times. Right on. Okay. So thank you so much for spending time with us um, or me spending time with you guys, I guess is, is, is the yes, right way. I've been with him all weekend. Yeah. 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 You can have him back now. Okay. Good. Okay. Right, yeah. All right. So, um, how can people learn more about you, Christy? Or how can people find out more about you if, if you choose that? Uh, I mean, if you want them to, if you want to be found, I guess, how, how would one do it? Well, if you want to find me, I am on Instagram. Okay. I think it's like a squirrel gone wild yep. is my Instagram okay. name. Okay. Um, okay. And separated by the like underscores. Yep. Um, you have to spread. Huh? Oh, shiny. Go ahead. Oh, just look for shiny things. I will yeah, be underneath Look for shiny under. things. She'll be pointing at Okay. <laughs> shiny things. Okay. Um, I'm very much an ADD mermaid. Or in the water. Uh, yeah, or just look in the water sometime, yeah. somewhere in the California channel. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm very rarely on Facebook. Okay. Same. Instagram <laughs> is kind of my default, and I don't even check that much. Part of the SEA. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, Udi, where can people find out more about you? Uh, you can find me on obviously uh, my other show, The Mando Show. Um, and the Mando Show is about your favorite show and your favorite uh, IP from Disney. Um, uh, you can also find me on my uh, Instagram and my Twitter, but I really, the main part is the Instagram, which is all. H A X G O A L I E hacks goalie and yeah if you want to talk to me uh, Instagram will be the one I as everybody knows I answer all of my DMs. Mm-hmm. You do. Except for Chris's. <laughs> okay. Exactly. I talk to Mark before I talk to you. Yep. There you go. There you go. And uh, to leave us uh, an email, you can go to info at leaveinstaypodcast.com. Send them one there. Check us out at leaveinstaypodcast.com or on Instagram at leaveinstaypodcast. Yeah, um, this is going to wrap up episode number 137. We're going to record 138 quite soon. Um, we have an interview coming up with that. So look forward to that. And th- again, thank you to um, Chrissy for coming on tonight and uh, for letting me 
hang out with you two virtually for a couple hours, I Thanks guess. Thanks for putting up with my ramblings. No, it's fine. It's totally fine. It's good stuff. You have yeah. a lot. You have a lot of um, a lot of deep thoughts about this stuff. It'd be different if you had like one or two word answers. Been like, oh, that was good, <laughs> but it's good. You're yeah. passionate. You're passionate about it. And you don't know how to give two word answers. Yeah, <laughs> no, you've got a lot of knowledge about. It, so that's great. Love that. <laughs> okay, and you might be able to out talk Udi, which is crazy. So that's why we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, until then, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you, adventurers out there. Bye. <laughs> see you. All right. See you guys. Boy, was my face red.